this is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. There's been a lot of talk about partial birth abortions since the last debate. I don't see what the big deal is. Sid was partially aborted for years after his birth, and he's still an upstanding citizen today. No harm, no foul. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Oh, Sydney! What a how did how did Chuck Blandingen get this info on? I told him. It's a I have a second podcast just talking about bad things my parents did to me. What's Sid, it called? Uh, Sid, Sid cast. It's called Lonnie's Hat. Podcast. Yeah, what, he's he's away on business this week, so I took over and just made it about <laughs> me and my sadness. The guest mic. Yeah, I wear a hat during it, so that fulfills the hat quota, and then I just talk about whatever the fuck I want. Well, what do you not wear a hat? also true i can tell you when you don't wear a hat <laughs> when's your, that and you're on your brand new uh sid shirt you're hatless so charming. i must be wearing a hat in that original photo though and you just photoshopped it out right? <laughs> well, it was very hard that's a classic piece of artwork hanging in the <laughs> louvre it's time to unveil a brand new t-shirt yeah. for sale that's through metal and charming Official Sid Livecast T-shirt. If you want to support the most charming member of the show, arguably, yeah, some go, say you yeah. can go to metalinjection.net. <laughs> We're hearing many things. This is a terrific shirt. It's very charming. Go to metalinjection.net/slash/livecast. Hit the merch button, and if you buy the shirt before Thursday afternoon. You can get it for only fourteen dollars, and it's not just a shirt. Yes, you can get an iPhone case, you get a laptop bag. I got a mug. (laughs) Bless you. And if I'm not mistaken, you can get those formats of all of our shirts. Is that correct? That is correct. I got myself a nice long sleeve, and I got a mug for my wife, my wife, (laughs) to bring to work and have to explain to all her coworkers. Who is that weird person on your coffee mug? <laughs> it's Sid Alisa. Yeah, it's my husband. Mona Sita? My husband. <laughs> Can we get a Hello Kitty uh, version of Sid also? Oh, oh Alexa. yes. That's two on the nose. And that's probably a copyright issue. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. Just, I can't wait mm. for my t-shirt to come out. It's going to be just my torso on a t-shirt, uh-huh. my naked body. What? You know those? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Well, the, do we, we do <laughs> have a Noah shirt. Yeah. Uh, coming don't we yeah. is that yeah. out yet or not no, um not, not yet, yet. We're, okay. we're still we reconfiguring the design so i'm teasing it's a tease oh. a little yes. tease so for now buy sid's shirt but it won't yeah. be noah's naked body to our audience you will not have you know those t-shirts shirt. where it's like somebody else's body on right. the shirt yeah yeah i don't know rob rob gave me a very confused look because he thought those emails you sent him were just for him yeah i didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't look at who else was on the thread <laughs> nice by the way, tonight's Metal Injection podcast is uh, presented, thanks in part, to the Great Southern Trend Kill 20th Anniversary Edition by Pantera. This album is out now. It's a release, a two-CD set that includes the original album completely remastered, plus 12 previously unreleased mixes, instrumentals, some live recordings, and some killer unheard versions of Drag the Waters and Floods. This 20th anniversary edition also includes rare photos and liner notes by Catherine Turman. The Great Southern Trendkill 20th Anniversary Edition by Pantera is available in stores and online now. Also, we here at Metal Injection are giving away a Great Southern Trendkill Dimebag Dean guitar. Hit up the main page or look in our sidebar in our contest section to find out how you could win one of these 
fancy looking Pantera guitars. Ooh. Can I have one? Is this open to metal injection employees? Slack sort of employees? Sure, sure, go ahead. Cool. No, you're not going to win that. I already have a DNA. We, we pick it. We pick the winner randomly, but what's if, the manufacturer's name... suggested retail price on that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to come over, Rob. All right. Well, we have a wonderful show. We have two guests, two sets of guests mm. potentially, if if all goes all according goes to well. plan. Uh, our first guest is going to be Tim Comerford, who you might know from Rage Against the Machine and Prophets of Rage, and he's going to be talking about his new project. Walk Rat, and uh, we're going to talk about that, the election. He was, he was an audio slave too, right? Oh, that's right, audio yeah. slave as well. And uh, later on in the show, in the second hour... Oh, I'm so excited for this. We're going to have the band, or members of the band, Cold Void. That name sounds familiar, but you can't remember where. Earlier this week, this past weekend, in fact, uh, they were the band in the story where it was a... In a couple it doing was, their engagement photos, and they ran into a black metal band in the middle of the woods. I totally, when you posted that, I, I totally thought that was just one of those hard times stories that you <laughs> repost. Yes, which and is, I was like, wait, this is real? The hard times actually had a story very similar to this, which was black metal band gets lost in the woods doing promo photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it I, and that was my immediate reaction when I first saw the story. But then I look at him like, wait a minute, ABC News. Yeah, they like bro- they don't do satire. Stream news. And then I was like, maybe it's a fake URL. Like, no, this is the real ABC News. Jeez. <laughs> so we'll talk to them all about that awesome. in the second hour. And of course, I want to remind everyone: you could be a part of the show. How? Okay, I'll tell you. How? Sorry. You can uh, give us a call, 718-303-2353, or you could Skype us, Metal Injection Livecast. And that's not only while we're live. If you're listening at any point during the week, month, year, you can call us up, leave us a voicemail, let us know you're listening. If you got a comment, we'll play it on the show. We got a voicemail to play later on. If you're feeling lonely, like you need to talk to someone, we may not be able to respond to you right away. Or but. perhaps feeling suicidal. We could help. There's help. Uh, no, we'll call, call live. Yeah. Call live. You should call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Well, sure. But other, if you're going to call us for that, call during show hours. If you're contemplating suicide, try to contemplate yeah. while we're live yeah, on Because if you call on a Wednesday, we're not hearing that voicemail until the next Tuesday, and you might already be dead by then. Yeah. And a lot of people did watch The Walking Dead last night. Not good. I, I heard. Not good. <laughs> Who told you that? Twitter. Well, sharing a lot of ne- seeing a lot of negative. A lot of people well. saying, "All right, I'm done with the show." Um, I can give my two cents. I don't know what anyone else thinks. I thought it was great, uh, but I can see why people are upset because really the first uh, 15 minutes of it could have been five minutes of the last season finale. Hmm. They could have basically revealed the cliffhanger. Uh, within uh, just attached it to the end of the of the previous episode. So instead, you got a bunch of flashbacks to the last mm. episode. It was like a reality show yeah. episode where the the first ten minutes are the last ten minutes yeah, of yeah. the previous exactly. episode. Oh, God, yeah. But it was good. Well, when it finally got resolved, it was great. And, right. and uh, anytime I see posts like that, it gets me so excited that I 
I stopped watching yeah, like yeah. three years ago. I felt vindicated. Or I but like, it's oh. really, I mean, you were right to stop watching because it was fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. that since you left, it's gotten really good again. No, Rick is still alive. Spoilers, everyone. Yeah. Spoilers. Rick is still alive. I don't think Rick was the problem with the show. I think he's one, oh, of, the, I, he he's, was one of the few things that made it good. When I, it was not enough flesh disagreed. eating on the show. It was like. It was, oh, well, there's tons I, of that. He was unbearable to me uh, as like, I just kept going like. Why is this guy? Why are they making him the leader? Why? Like yeah. he's ter- he's making terrible he's decisions. Not, that guy's not a good actor. You guys, really? I think you might be misandrist. I think if there was a woman, you'd probably be all over. No, that. Rick's wife was even worse uh, than him when Lori. she was on the show. I'm just saying the only Oof. reason you hate the only reason you could possibly hate the show is if if, if you <laughs> hate that clearly. I didn't know you were such a meninist. Darren. Yeah, well, you know, listen. I believe the, the term is fits. Mennonite. <laughs> Darren is a Mennonite. <laughs> Clearly, that's the only reason that you can ever hate a show is because of the gender of the people acting in it. Depends on the show. <laughs> well, example? I think we all know what Oh, you want to open the... Oh, oh. <laughs> I wanted to show you like. Okay, got it. Yeah. Darren, I, I like that this is maybe now like 50 episodes ago uh-huh. that this we had this... It'll come up again. whenever so, Broad City so, comes so, back. Says the, guy, says the guy that says, my wife, every 18 seconds. <laughs> right, but that's not... I'm not creating... I'm not uh, trying to make oh. things awkward here. I'm lightening the mood. Oh, by the way... You're not, you by the way, try. Darren... My wife. Yeah. No, that wasn't awkward at all. Rob. Oh, wow. You got married over the weekend? <laughs> yeah. wife? And that was. Oh, not- wait, no, the rest of that sentence doesn't exist. Oh. That was not in the least bit awkward, by the way, I just want yeah. to say. What wasn't? Exactly. That <laughs> 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 wasn't a very uh, singy movie. Yeah, she's. Oh, I'm sorry. The last few weeks. You've been doing know. like karaoke nights or something? You got all this going on? Um, the funny thing is that your wife sent oh. me a karaoke invitation. And oh, dear. Yeah, I will I'm going to have to turn that down. Yeah, all right, I, good. Why, no, I don't, why are you turning it down? I do not like karaoke. It is the bane of my existence. Oh. Agreed. I, I just Second wish it was something that was never cre- like created. So Second doesn't she know that? Why did she send you a request? Or does I, she not know I that? think she knows that for me. I don't know that she knows uh, that for why, me. Why don't you like karaoke? No, we know I said doesn't like it. It just makes me cringe when people are singing uh, off key and they're enjoying themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I, lose, I just lose respect. Yeah. So no, like, that's why I can't like, go with like, I friends. I see eye to eye with sit on this 100%. And it's it's almost worse if they're good, because if you're a really but good singer and this, and just this, fucking but, go out there. Yeah, and, and if this band. is the best you're doing with your talent, just, just go to karaoke. Are the most sad. cynical people yeah. next to Darren? No, I actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I side with you on this, and you're insulting me. I think karaoke is great. No, no, just it's not supposed to be all that serious. Yeah, it's supposed to, yeah. But I do agree, I do agree that terrible karaoke is horrible to experience. Yeah. Sure, I, I agree with that completely. And you but... almost kind of can't also, avoid it if you go out for a karaoke. The song choices night. are usually like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I like listening to you sing as Dave Mustaine, uh-huh. a song parody. That's fine by me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, just... what if, what if like... You know, I if I went to karaoke and I sang it as Dave Mustaine, would that change it for you? Yes. Okay, so why? What's the difference? But then, okay, we'd be there for those five minutes and then we'd leave immediately after. <laughs> and I, I'd go see you perform an original work and then I'd get the fuck out of there. Oh, all right. Oh, look, if I sang a real Megadeth song, that wouldn't be original. Well, then that what? That's not a song parody. Then that's not. Oh, it has to be a parody. Well, that's what you said. 
So no, I, like, I mean, right, if I just felt, sang songs, oh, I, mean, I may have Mustaine, said it. I didn't mean to say that. Oh, uh, as Dave Mustaine, I think would make it a notch interesting. Like, so what if the what if it was a themed karaoke night where everyone had to go up and sing as Dave Mustaine? Would that be a bit more bearable? No, because it, because the bad people, like the people who can't yeah. imitate Dave Mustaine, yeah. they would ruin it mm. because they're off key. I yeah. see. But you like go to jazz be- shows. That's like all. That's like, <laughs> I mean, it's like intentionally playing off key, isn't it? Like, I'm not. I'm being serious. Like, isn't that what it is? It's supposed to be like discordant and all that. Uh, you mean like off tempo? Yeah, like it's out of tune on purpose. No, not out of tune, off tempo. I'm not. Uh, Sid's laughing. I'm not like antagonizing. Like I really think this. Like, sure, Darren. Now <laughs> okay. take it out on me. Jesus, my jazz. Christ, fucking sensitivity. Are you trying to mansplain to her what yes. jazz is? Yes, that's the. That's really the key. Is that women aren't in it? That's why it's good. <laughs> women don't do jazz. Yeah, it's true. Unfortunately, <laughs> except for singers, but yeah. Well, Are you? A jazz, would you qu- classify yourself as a jazz guitarist now? Yeah, because that's what I study. Yeah. I mean, I say <laughs> myself more of a jazz player than a metal player for yeah. sure. Just mm. so right. funny. There was a cab driver that was driving my sister and I home from the food and wine festival last week, and. Uh, he was listening to jazz in the car, and I'm like, oh, are you listening to BGO? And he was like, no, it's not BGO. How do you know about BGO, which is a classic jazz That's Bachman-Gurner Overdrive. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no? So, uh, so anyway, so I told him that, you know, like I've been studying jazz for a long time, and he was telling me how he is a is a guitar player and how there's like a bar in Kensington that has jazz open mic night. And... And he's like, you should come down there, just learn two songs, just get on stage and just start playing them. Kids, if you're listening, that's a good snapshot of what a career in jazz looks like. <laughs> you drive a cab and play open mics. Have fun with that. So, so at the end, he gave me his business card in uh-huh. case I ever go to reach out to him. And it was like a realtor business card. Oh, so a realtor driving a taxi Jeez. playing an open mic night. Keeping the dream alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's wow. you're gonna get there and it's gonna be like karaoke. Like it's just yeah. gonna be It's not even gonna be a bar. It's gonna be like a house he's showing that he just set up a freaking <laughs> stand up base in and it's just you and him. The original owners come in like Gerald, what is this? What's going on? I thought you were having an open house today. Get out, run, run <laughs> Run jazzily. Yeah. Maybe I'll go. Run with jazz hands. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing wrong with jazz hands. So are you going to do it? Uh, Not the jazz hands. The, uh, uh, the open, open mic. mic. I'm thinking about it. I think that would be oh. like a really great way to go and like find other people to play with besides my guitar teacher. Yeah, and then we could go and like record it, record it, put it on the live cast page, and have uh, Leroy judge you the way. Oh. <laughs> fuck, fuck it, the Leroy. <laughs> We're going to give Schadenfreude to Leroy. Is that what Why we not? Do? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I'm still like, That would be fun. You should you should do it just to do it as an experience. Okay, yeah, that's that's what's in my head. Like I might as well have you ever go. performed live? No. So yeah. I might as well go and if I screw up and fuck up, I don't know anybody over there and then I just never like well, you'll know us, and then we'll be like, "Wow, she's been." No, you're not going to be invited. Why don't you just get your guitar right now and play a couple ditties? No, no, well, no. Could, this could be your open mic. No, is Yaz corner. 
Yaz's uh, birth control. Yeah, I was <laughs> like I said, Noah's Yaz's corner. Yeah, because Jeff <laughs> is birth control. I never got laid listening to jazz. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what it would be is, you know, you'd be playing hot licks while telling people about contraception. <laughs> <laughs> are there hot licks in jazz? I feel like that's a rock in thing. Jazz? jazz? There's so many hot licks. I thought licks. hot yeah. licks are like, you know, like uh, Rolling Stones. No, hot is very subjective. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a hot lick. Wait, I don't know why I'm James Hetfield on this. Ooh, hot licks. Ow. Metallica, let's talk about this because uh, Metallica is doing this wild promo, you guys. Big what marketing. Big marketing. How much of that have you gotten? Metal injection. Uh, Any taste of that teat? <laughs> so far, nothing yet, but hopefully Metallica hopefully Metallica will contribute to the metal scene by, yeah. b- yeah. by buying a nice ad buy with us. I'm sure. Please, Metallica. You're wearing a Metallica shirt as we speak. The least they can do is. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see that. What Give you some cash. Uh, the Apollo. It's a limited edition shirt. Yeah, when they so. played live at the Apollo Theater. Mm-hmm. You think they did that to dispel rumors that they're racist? I didn't know there were rumors that they're racist. Yeah, wasn't there like, even back when I, I mean, was I guess kid, there's rumors that anybody's racist. Any metal band especially. Yeah. No, but I, I shouldn't say rumors. There was like a tape going around that James Hetfield like recorded some, like while they were fooling around the studio, he recorded like a rap song, like because he hated rap so much. I don't know if this is even an urban legend, but I've heard this since I was a kid. I've heard this that he he made a rap song about like using the n word and how oh. well, black oh, people no. are terrible. James Hetfield. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not making this. I, I mean, it might not be true, but I'm not making it up. I heard it maybe in a like thousand times in his younger days. I don't know. Then why would they do the Metallica Jar Rule? I don't know. I'm not saying because he's really racist. Because that was racist. like later. Because their have been manager told them they had to. That's, but also yeah. maybe he was a kid. He was yeah. a dumb, yeah, dumb kid and he dumb matured. Kid, yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying he's like that now. No, I've I always, heard always heard that. He was like a racist redneck. But uh, I, I've never heard that actually. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've they've employed black people. You know, oh, sure. <laughs> Listen, some of their best friends are black. They've eaten uh, at the same restaurants as black. Yeah, I, I some of their best anything. employees are black. <laughs> <laughs> They kissed a guy from King's X that one time. All right, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so what I wanted to say is uh, uh, Metallica, so they're putting out their new single next Monday on Halloween. The song? Halloween. Is this a common thing? To Atlas put out, Rise. To put out three singles before an album comes out? It seems. That's like yeah, I feel like in metal, it. Sure, it's. I, I don't. I'm out of the it's scene. It's more. Though. Yeah, sure, definitely. Because because here's the thing, though, they're not just putting out the single for free. Like it's on sale, it's streaming, so they're it's making more, revenue yeah. off the single. Right. No, I'm not saying if it's a good or bad business model. Yeah. It's just it's unusual to me. I grew up where you'd release one single and then the album would come out and then they'd release all the other. Mm-hmm. Singles. No, no, no. They won't. Wow, times are changing. <laughs> Woo, excuse me. But uh, no, well, it makes sense because once the album's out, it's no one cares about the singles anymore because right. they just have the whole album. Right. So it's but they still use they am lose. I wrong. I mean, they always even Metallica used to they released Enter Sandman, for example. No, but like on the last album, Death Magnetic, they had like two, maybe three singles before before know, the album came out. Yeah. Okay. There was like Cyanide and then. I wasn't aware of that order. Welcome to something. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. But anyway, so they're putting out a new single uh, next Monday and. They're doing this thing where if you go to a record store starting on Friday, an independent record store. Yeah, good luck finding one of those. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, right? they have a whole list. Come on, let's not be so cynical. Come 
guys. Are indie record stores not closing a lot? Am I wrong? There, there, there are some. There's enough. Well, well, we also live that in that attitude a, in an urban haven. Yeah. Like if, if you're living in like Mississippi, so you can, maybe not. So you can much. get meta- allegedly Metallica masks, like a James Hetfield mask. Puck mm. mask. Mm. <laughs> Puck yeah. face. Before or after the explosion? <laughs> oh. You get a choice. Come on. I have a something that I, looks I, like a James Hetfield mask at home. It's Pinhead from Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's like uh, featuring the artwork on the album, which is like their the, faces with uh, like uh, lightning. Lighting of of their faces, uh, you know, like that effect on the album cover. I wanted to go as James Hetfield for Halloween once, but then I, I went to like a cheap mask store and they gave me a James Woods mask for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it was like similar, but not exactly. Similar texture. Yeah. But uh, so if you get one of these masks, it also includes a promo code. Get this. And you can hear the single... 30 minutes prior to its what? official what? release. Wait, Rob, really? Maybe. 30 whole minutes? That's right. If you're a true Metallica fan, <laughs> you don't wait until Halloween at 3 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> You'll have it at yeah. 2.30 p.m. Eastern. You will live in a world for 30 minutes where you and only you and 11 million other people have heard the song and no one else. <laughs> but aren't they afraid that someone is going to like record it and then... like? Put it out over the internet in a half an hour. Yeah, like, what's yes. the big deal? Yes, <laughs> one song. So no, it's what, like five. But minutes. then they'll put up the official version, and people will just link to the official version. It's better yeah. quality. They'll, they'll lose revenue for thirty minutes. Yeah, or they could just block minutes. it. Or actually, with YouTube, if it's uploaded to YouTube, they can claim the copyright as their own, oh, and yeah. all of the earnings will be transferred to them, so they don't really lose anything. Technology is crazy, you guys. The only Jeez. people who lose are the people who want that exclusivity of uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> no, the, yeah. those, those people with the lo-fi 20-minute radio rip that they're <laughs> listening to. But anyway, let's talk about some high-quality metal because the Metal Injection Livecast is presented by Crowbar. I'm sorry. Crowbar! <laughs> For nearly three decades, the name Crowbar has been synonymous with heavy and uh, since rising ominously from the swamplands of New Orleans in 1990, they've been hailed internationally as one of the world's foremost, foremost as well, purveyors of crushing melodic sludge. Crowbar's 11th and latest album, The Serpent Only Lies, is both an affirmation of the band's staying power and a nod to their legacy. It sounds killer. And Crowbar is releasing The Serpent Only Lies this Friday, October 28th, 2016, via Entertainment One, E1 in North America, and via SPV Overseas. Pick it up in stores, on iTunes, on Amazon. Crowbar, bring the riffs, and we love Crowbar! Can I just say something? I didn't know Crowbar was from New Orleans. Yeah, where'd you yeah. think they were from? I, I honestly, you're going to maybe laugh at me. I thought they were New like Jersey. from here, around yeah. here. I somehow assume New Jersey also. I mean, if you hear Kirk, the, the frontman, speak within three seconds, you. I, well, I have. I guess I reveals. haven't. Well, you know, I've interviewed Kirk. I'm, I'm a little upset. Can you do you an impression? It's gonna sound like Thor. Drunk. <laughs> hey, I'm Kirk from Crowbar. Yeah, totally New Orleans. I hear it. No, yeah. he's like, well, like this, and then you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Please, Kirk, don't beat me up. But all right, well, he's we're gonna cool have. I'm gonna beat you up. What? He's a cool guy. I feel like yeah, he's, he's super chill. Man. He won't yeah. beat you up. 
So we are moments away from having Tim on the air with us. Tim Comerford of Oakland. I'm getting. I'm sending the the Tim signal now. There, sound effect. Is that jazz? Is that a little <laughs> improvisation? That was a hot lick. No, Sid, it was on, it was on key. Definitely not jazz. <laughs> I don't know wh- where you got the jazzes off key. Just, I think he heard it once. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I have post-traumatic stress disorder from that. It's an, it's Last an, time I ever go to the dentist's office. <laughs> well, this like, all right, so what counts as jazz? Like Kenny G, like smooth jazz? No. Hold on, I know, I know that's not the only kind of jazz. Yeah. I'm saying, does that also count as jazz? That's like, mo- like adult contemporary. Yeah, that's like easy that's like, listening. Yeah. Or does it count as jazz? That's all. I'm no. Asking. So that's not jazz because that kind of jazz. Is mel- I don't like it, but it's melodic. It only sounds like music. Yes, it sounds like bad music, but it sounds like music. Yeah. Jazz to me, like real jazz. I think if you ask Kenny G if that counted as jazz, he would say yes. Yes, because he calls it that yeah. smooth jazz. You know. I mean, I, like I said, I don't like it. She's just a jazz elitist. I like that. I'm going to piss Noah off right now. I like that better than oh, yeah. like, the other kind yeah. of jazz. Like what kind of jazz? Uh, like Miles know. Davis? Yeah, like well, Miles Davis, I feel like that's, it, that's has sort varying of different yeah. styles. He's like like a standout. Like I feel like the run-of-the-mill jazz that I've heard is just... I mean, I don't really... I like uh, contemporary stuff like uh, Chick Corea or Bill Guy's Evans. like 90 years old. Contemporary. <laughs> How old is he? Well, what about, what about Miles Davis? Do you like Miles Davis? I mean, I, I'm not like the biggest aficionado of uh, like, you know, like Miles Davis music, but it's okay. I understand. I'm into it. I understand like what it does for the um, genre, but like, I, like Kenny G and stuff, that's, that's like, that's like the equivalent music. of yeah. right or like mainstream like yeah. new right. metal. Well, that was my point is that I don't think that counts as jazz because it doesn't sound anything like. Oh, you, I think you're it sounds Kenny better. G doesn't sound it doesn't yeah. count as jazz. And by the way, sorry, Chick Corea only seventy five years old. Yes, yeah, it, come on, on. contemporary. Don't be, don't be an ageist. Contemporary years Harry, Harry Truman. Oh. <laughs> 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 Well, oh, most Massachusetts. most of the good jazz people are older because young people don't care to make an effort in anything. <laughs> you know what that means, right? <laughs> what? Wait a couple more years, we won't have to deal with jazz anymore. Yes, it's almost extinct. Thank God. It's like that kid. Oh wait, no, you guys. Are, there's plenty of jazz. I mean, there's jazz and metal, like all these like technical death metal bands are, or like uh, these instrumental bands yeah. are doing jazz. But no. like a lot of that is, you know, like layered with effects and stuff like that. I I like the organic stuff where it's just like a piano, guitar, bass, drums, flute. No flute. Well, I've said many <laughs> no times. No wind instruments. I've said many times on Trumpets. the air that I align closer to Noah in her musical taste than either of the two of you. So I don't mean to like shit all over Noah, but the, you lose me at the jazz thing. The jazz thing is off. What about like New Orleans jazz, like like big band? And... I feel, is that count as jazz? I feel yeah. like yeah, yeah. But once yeah, again, like, that's more musical. That sounds musical. All right, that's why I I'm like trying to stuff. educate. So myself. I see. So the more like experimental stuff. Yeah, is, that's is not... I can't listen yeah. to that. I like that. Much. I like it. Really, uh, it kind of soothes my brain because it's so chaotic. It's what if you do the opposite. To, uh, to... Yeah. No, see, no, I disagree. Well, it that's funny. I'm interested because it because it's so chaotic. It mm. it requires so much of my attention that it it allows me not to think about anything else. Whereas if it was just uh, okay. a simple beat, I I would uh, essentially get bored and get like distracted and float off. Yeah, I also think that like it's really interesting that there's like infinite possibilities in music, and when people are able to expand outside 
the box because they have so much like knowledge and information like to me that's interesting as opposed to like hearing the same old riff same old thing that works a new whatever. spin you like a yeah. new spin but I just like those combinations and stuff I don't know I like doing new things with the same old thing. I like the same style, but people like reinventing it yeah. over and over. I guess more. that's that's even more difficult, mm-hmm. I think. So, so where's, <laughs> well, where's Tim? We're waiting on Tim. You know, uh, his the the drummer in his band, Matthias, he's uh, an extraordinary jazz musician. Well, I was hoping that we could transition into a conversation with Tim about that, ask his opinions on yeah. on the jazz and how he feels about... When he calls in, please don't call it jazz. I, I'm going to say jazz. Though, <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Jazz, you might get confused with birth They'll control. They'll just hang up on and, you. <laughs> but uh, try, we're talking to his publicist. She's trying to get a hold of him. So uh, hopefully we'll have Tim. You could give us a call if you'd like. 718 You can three, prank oh. us. Pretend that you're Tim. Make us believe. Don't do it. That's not nice. He's so, currently at the movies with Carmine a piece, so we got to get him out of the theater. Okay, I think we, <laughs> I think we got him on the line. Oh, there he- Carmine is also a contemporary Chick Corea. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> they railroaded the same Hello? one time. Hey, Robert, this is Brooke. Um, I have Tim on the other line. Are you all set? Yes, yes. Uh, we're okay. Put him on. Perfect. Give me one second. I'll connect you. Technology. It's a wonderful thing. Tim and Robert? Yes. Yeah. Hello. All right, Tim. Doing? Hey, man. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us here on the Metal Injection Livecast. I'm Rob, and I'm also here with Noah, Hello? Sid, hey. and Darren. That's me. How you doing? Good. Good, man. So we, we were just talking about jazz and like experimental jazz, and yeah. I, wa- I wanted to get your... Are, are you a jazz aficionado? Um, I'm, I'm a, like a bebop. I love bebop jazz. You know, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't... I, I, I'm not really big on like guitar jazz or fusion or any of that. Like, though, I there there are some Miles Davis. Like, I love Miles Miles Davis Pangea, you know, and that came later on, and that that's more fusion. But I love bebop jazz. What, uh, how about, like, I'm how, a fan of Coltrane, Miles Davis, that era, like Pharaoh Sanders, Eric Dolphy, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, how do you feel about Kenny G? Would you consider that jazz? That, <laughs> that was what we were trying. I to live think. in Malibu, so Kenny G is my neighbor. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about Kenny G. Is he a good guy? A good is neighbor? he a good neighbor at least? <laughs> How would you rate him as a neighbor? How would you rate him as a neighbor? Yeah, he he's my neighbor, and I I really don't know him that well, oh, I so I I can you know his son. He, is, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of Kenny G. His son <laughs> is is really big into metal, so at least something is is right in the house. Say that again. His son is a big metal fan. He he's always going to metal. Yeah, that's what I was, I was actually going to bring up his son. I haven't never heard his son play, but I know his ex wife, and she was telling me all about his son and how into metal he is, and like I was blown away, you know. Yeah, some sort of like Swedish metal or something. Yeah, yeah, he right? likes Opeth. He's been at Opeth shows and I think Prague. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a metal guy. That's cool. I mean, I the apple doesn't fall too far far from the tree. I'm, I mean, I'm sure his dad his dad's a great musician, you know, and yeah. and he's been around music his whole life. So there you go. And Kenny G has been cited at metal shows, so at least we have you know to thank Though, him for that. To be fair, that could be any kid. guy with that haircut. Who knows? <laughs> There's a lot of guys that look like Kenny G at metal shows. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely has a metal haircut, no doubt. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, Wokrat. Am I am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, Wokrat. Yes. Yep. 
Cool. Nailed it. All right. Well, I thought, uh, so your self-titled album came out a, a few months ago, and you yep. just you just did double... Well, it hasn't come out. It has not November come out 11. yet. It comes out on oh. November 11th. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking no- about the November single. 8th and November 11th. I don't know which one's real and which one's digital, but um, that's how it's coming out. Yeah, but it was available for pre-order, so at least... Yeah, pre-order. Yep, mm-hmm. but I don't think you. I don't even know how that works. Do you get it when you pre-order it? I, you, you get don't? the singles, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, you, so uh, you were just pulling double duty uh, as Prophets of Rage. You, you, you the walk route was uh, opening up for them. Does that require a specific amount of endurance? <laughs> to do that, to play um, no, I get asked that question a lot, and you know, I'm, I, I would never complain. I, I'm a, I love playing music, and especially playing bass, and that's what I, that's what I do. That's my focus, mm-hmm. and so it's, um, it makes me a better bass player, and and I am the best that I've ever been right at this moment in time. My fingers are solid as rocks, and and Walker at is a lot faster tempo wise than than the prophets of rage and and you know i was always a as i when i grew up i was a huge getty lee steve harris you know also that i loved the i love them and i was also big into like lewis johnson and bernard edwards and kind of like the whole disco thing you know and 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 so i I was a three finger player like when I was a kid and I used to just do everything with three finger. I would gallop to like the trooper with three fingers and and I would play Duran Duran songs, you know, like with three fingers and and then when somehow I got enraged and uh I just felt like it wasn't cool. I was like for some reason I just got it in my head that it wasn't cool to use the third finger when you played bass and so I just really turned it into a two finger or one finger like just sport and uh i did everything with two fingers and 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 i had to like really like a lot my arm would just blow up and so then walk rat happened and i had to sort of like break out the third finger again and (laughs) and i've been playing and when you play with three fingers you're playing four four like if you play in four four time with three fingers then you're leading with a different finger every single every bar you know so it's it becomes it's this weird thing and and my brain, I've sort of wrapped my brain around it, and voila, here I am now going like, God, I should have been doing that since 1991. I should have never stopped doing it because I'm at this all-time high where I can play like, I can pulse at this really, really, really high tempo, and I'm super psyched about it. And, you know, I've been listening, again, back to the other day, I started listening to, like, Michael Jackson, Off the Wall, and that's Lewis Johnson plays bass on that, and you know, I, if he's playing bass, let's say he's just he's he might just be going did it did it did it did it, but in his brain it's it's a it's a pulse. It's like like he's thinking like that, as is everyone in his band. You know, so what, what, so I'm on it right now. I got this pulse thing happening, and it's it's because of walk rap, but it's it's applicable. Is that um anyway. like did, uh, playing with Matthias, who's a a drum percussionist did that kind of help you with that or was it like did it make it more difficult well he's the you know he's the sort of i tell people like he's the Stuart copeland of walk rat like it's his band and he's more than just a drummer he's really he's he's an arranger and if you wanted to talk jazz he'd be the guy to talk to like he can tell you every 
like it's crazy. You turn on you turn on some jazz radio and he'll nine times out of ten he'll be able to tell you what record it is, who it is, and not only who it is, what song it is, and what, who are the players. He'll go, oh, I think that's this guy or that guy on the on the drums or the bass or you know he knows it and it, it really is that. And so he's a he's a it he's an arranger, you know, he arranges, like he, he orchestrates the music with his drums and the time signatures and the beats are so unorthodox and that all comes from him. And the music is sort of from that. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, long story short, he definitely has made me a better bass player because I've not, you know, I've all, I, I sort of took for granted that pretty much all the beats were taken and they aren't, you know, and you not. know, uh, I think a common theme through all of your bands is a uh, is some sort of political awareness, and even with uh, your new album, you've been saying that the, the politics of today have uh, inspired some of the themes. And the uh, Generation Fuck video has a lot of uh, clips of the current election process. How do you feel about? Are you ready for this election to be over? As we are. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm, truth be told, I I have not. I have never voted for a president and, and, um, because I just don't, I'm not a believer. I don't, I don't believe in the hype. I don't really, I really, and I always end up saying the same thing. I just don't believe that, that every four years, some Ronald Reagan actor comes in and tells the general who's been there for 40 years or the, the pharmaceutical company CEO who, puts that person in office, I don't believe that the president tells those people what to do. And at the end of the day, they, they're just a, a figurehead and, and a, a distraction. A truth be told, it's like, I really believe it's a, they're a distraction and, and they just, we focus on the election and how fucked up it is and, or, or, or how great of a candidate they are or whatever, you know, but at the end of the day, that's all I really think it is, is just a, a way to, to get our attention off of more important things. I agree with that, but don't you also think that like Trump is a little bit more of a step down in terms of like being an apocalyptic threat? <laughs> like I feel like it, what everything you said, I completely agree with, but I think Trump adds another layer of like unpredictability that we should be really concerned about. Yeah, well, no doubt he's. I mean, the things he says are akin to. Uh, Adolf Hitler, you know, mm -hmm. he f it feels like he's a racist and, and he's, if nothing else, he's, he's waking up these ignorant people in America to go show up at the polls. And that's kind of scary, you know, but we have the electoral college to prevent them from doing anything. You know what I'm saying? It's Behold. like, it's really a system. And like, it's, it sucks when he says it's, it's rigged, it's rigged, you know, because in a way, it really is. You know? well, in I, a way, it really is. I it's completely like, agree system, with that. But I feel the like system the system is rigged. It is, I, I don't. I don't disagree with this, the idea of the system or candidates rigging the system. But I just think Trump is imploding so bad. Like there's no need to rig anything against him. Like yeah. he's doing it to himself. Yeah. Well, he's also doing it to us because <laughs> you know, like I said, he's the face that we're putting forward, and and that face is a racist face and, a, and that's not we're not making any friends in the world by 
by by allowing him to be, even be considered in in the uh, the presidency. Right, he's the one getting all the yeah. press and the headlines, and regardless of if he gets elected, those themes are getting out there and dog whistled out. Uh, you were saying yeah. you don't vote for president. Do you vote uh, for local offices? Do you still do that? I do. I, I believe that that. I mean, not local. I I vote for the propositions and you know the things that where I really believe that there's that you can make a difference. And mm-hmm. you know, locally is where it's at. You know, that's that's think global, vote local. That's kind of where I'm at. Do you feel a certain um, responsibility with your music to kind of, uh, you know, uh, portray like social commentary on what's happening? Or or do you feel that musicians should have some type of responsibility or is it kind of like every man for himself? Yeah, I don't I'm not I don't believe that. Like, I've never I've never been in a band, even including Rage Against the Machine, where we sat down and said, okay, we're going to be a political rock and roll band and we're going to, we're going to focus on Leonard Peltier and Mumia Abu-Jamal and Chiapas and we're going to be, we're going to, it's going to be political. We never discussed it. It's just the type of people we are, the music was born from that. And uh, that's the, that's the way, that's the way it is for me. And that's the way it's always been. And, and, and I can't stop myself from, saying how I feel, whether it's political or personal or whatever, you know, it's a, it's, it's real. It comes from me and it's, it's, it's real. You know, that's all I can say. And like, you know, there may be songs and that's the other thing is, is, you know, there's people, people can, can, you know, look at a song, listen to a song and say, Oh, this, this song means this to me. And, it, maybe it didn't mean that to me, you know, but that's the beauty of music is that it's, you can, you know, you can take it any way you want, you know? And so I'm like, I, I write about everything. I, I never ever go into any song, whether it's musically or lyrically with any sort of preconceived notion about anything. You've been going all over the country now with this tour and, and before that with the profits of rage, you guys were doing that kind of guerrilla touring. Like what, what yep. is the vibe from the people you're seeing across the country like what what is what are you sensing uh with with the the feeling of society right now well it's it's interesting because you can look at that that electoral college map and kind of get a sense of you know the the blue states or the red states Mm -hmm. and those are the ones that you know that like we we have we it's things are great in california things are great in Chicago things are great in New York things are great in you know those areas but when you start rolling down into the swing state Florida and you go to Texas and these places Mm -hmm. people are you know they're they're not as into it and you know and then even even we did a I'm really proud of what we did but we played in San Francisco and um we play. We walked out on stage, and and we uh, we all walked out on stage with Colin Kaepernick jerseys. Nice. And like, oh. you know, and then the whole like right when we walked on stage, like the whole place was screaming and ah, into it. And then they noticed that we all had the Colin Kaepernick jerseys on, and the scream just how ah, boo! It went to booze, you know. Wow. And then then was when we started playing the national anthem, and we went down to one knee. <laughs> and how did they react to that? Oh, the booze continued. Uh, you know? That was in San Francisco. But, 
It was in San Francisco, but that's where Kaepernick is. Yeah. You know, that's where he's at. Well, that's know? why so, I was wondering if were they booing the political connotation or just that he's not a good quarterback? And they, no. like, <laughs> that's like, just no, yeah, the really, cheers were for the booing the national anthem. The yeah. fact that he's not standing for the national anthem. That's lame. And, I would you know, think San Francisco would be pretty open minded to that too. kind of stuff, and especially since just, he, I, I would think so too. Yeah. It seems know? like but, such a big miscommunication. This anger yeah. towards the protest. It's like it's it, both sides. I'm not, but one side not really understanding where the other. Right. Is I think from. the they the the people against it understand. They just don't want to acknowledge the nuance. They'd rather just be angry at him because that's this country's really polarized. And instead of being like, yeah, you know, you have a point. They're just like, no, you're on the other side. You suck. You're disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. They know. I think like all right, maybe like the 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 basic people and like that you see on Twitter or whatever are dumb, but the, the pundits on TV, they know what the fuck's going on, but they're just, they, they they're character that actors. Yeah. It's easier yeah. to just have a hot take and, you know, be on one side or the other and not want to acknowledge a gray area and just scream about it. It's easier for TV. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're in, there's a lot of blind patriotism in yeah. America. You know, it's, there's a lot of people that just, it's just all about patriotism and they they don't care that the, you know, I was, I heard something the other day about just about the national anthem and what it's all about. And the song itself is actually born of some just ill shit, yeah. you know, I, it really is. And, 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 you know, I'm, I, I love that, that someone like Colin, Colin Kaepernick, like opened up a line of discussion and communication about something like this and about police brutality. And he's, he had the nuts to go up against, the world and yeah. you know definitely america and the nfl and all you know and and i think it's i think it's badass you definitely. Know, so. what i always wonder Whatever. about is if a guy comes out and he says you know i'm doing this because i hate police brutality like he didn't say i hate cops he said i hate when police police are unaccountable for being for brutalizing people yeah specifically black people so if you go against that what are you saying no i like police brutality like what what's the opposite argument to that <laughs> the police are infallible yeah oh basically yeah it makes no sense yeah it's yeah. sad it's 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 it is what it is you know but i'm i'm excited that it's not just him now and it's you know, and people are opening their eyes to to the injustice that that is police brutality. You know, right on. Well, uh, I think that's a good part to mention that the new Walkrat album <laughs> is coming yeah. out uh, November 11th. And Tim, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. And this was pretty, uh, this was a great yeah, great conversation. Thank you. I like that we got a little political talk going on. Right on. That's cool. I mean, uh, because like you just said, it, it, the record comes out on the eighth, and I, I dig it. I don't think there's anything really like it. I think it's it's exciting music. It's it's not four four time, and you know, we're, we're the type of music we listen to nowadays on the radio. I don't care if it's metal or whether it's pop music. It's all for the most part made with a computer on Pro Tools. It's four four time. It's perfectly gridded out. And that's exactly what we aren't. We are not four four time. We are not gridded out. We are not perfect. We we are flawed. You are in, the human element. Way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it feel I'm really proud of what we've done and you know, it, it goes into the my upbringing in music, whether it's the bad brains or Fugazi or the Minutemen or 
or Rush or, you know, these kind of things. It's like it's all there and and I, I'm really proud of it. I love, I love our record. So hopefully people will dig it. Awesome. As we, oh, can I just, you mentioned the bad brains. I just want to get a quick take from you on the fact that they're nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame this year. How do you feel about that? Oh, so into it. You know, oddly enough, Tom Morello is on that board, you know, and I, and I was, I had a long discussion with him a month ago about it. And he said, Oh, we're, you know, the nominations are coming up. And I was like, what about the bad brains, man? <laughs> you know, I brought it up. It was like Whoa. first thing out of my mouth. Cause that is fantastic. I really believe that they're one of the most legendary bands of all time. Like Definitely. they, they, they miss their calling somehow, you know, and I think HR, their singer had a lot to do with it, you yeah. know, but like they, yeah. They definitely are there, you know, whether it's the, the Quickness album or Eye Against Eye or even like the Roar Sessions or any of the records. It's yep. like they made some of the most furious, just incredibly deep, heaviest, coolest music that I've ever heard in my life. And I still and it holds up, you know, like you listen to to, um, like I said, Quickness. And, and I forgot the name of the first song. What's the first song on that album is... Um, um, ah, whatever. It's the one where it's like, and then the music just comes in, and it's like does the same riff that he does with his mouth. And it's like it's the most exciting thing. And I just, I can't get enough bad brains, man. The bad brains are great. And they actually, when we were on tour with the Prophets here recently, HR was at one of the shows, and that's the first time I ever met him. I got a picture with him, and it's nice. I'm blown away. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited that they're that they're nominated. Whether or not they're they're gonna you know they're gonna actually be nominated, and you know I, I, we'll see how that goes. But because yeah. uh, like Tom was saying, there's only a, there's a very few musicians on that board. It's it's mostly record industry people. So they just look battering. at like sales numbers and decide by that. Yeah, I I don't know how I don't know how it all works, but you know I know it's been getting better in that you know they they. You know, look at Public Enemy got in there, and you know that that's that's a good. And Rush got in there for so long. Rush wasn't even in there, and you know, if I had it my way, it'd be the Bad Brains and Yes, Mm. you know, and uh, you know maybe the Smashing Pumpkins, Mm. something like that. I mean, I I I, I bet that happened. They they kind of lost me a little bit like later on and and now, but like you know that first Smashing Pumpkins record for me was just like all time, you know. Yeah. And then you, uh, you guys enrage one day, probably. I would yeah, think. but we'll see what happens with that, you know. <laughs> because like I consider rage, I consider rage a punk band, you know. Yeah. So I don't, I I can't imagine it just being oh rage is nominated, oh cool they're going, oh look at them, cool they're sitting. I just don't see that happening. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But I mean, you, know? you did say you Tom Morello's on the board, so you've got an inside man. <laughs> Hope that helps. We kind of have an inside yeah. guy. We have an inside guy to make sure. Well, there, I know for sure there's one guy there that's going to like yeah. get behind Rage. <laughs> 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 All right, and Tim. then there's a few other guys in the band that might get behind like you know burning the place down like when it comes time to actually go there <laughs> that's a reason to watch the broadcast hey everyone gets a little performance and that could be your performance yeah. and it could be literally the go. final performance <laughs> there you go i got this i got this thing up my sleeve or up up my ass i call it the blood enema and maybe that'll be my opportunity to, to like show the world that move hold on what? <laughs> hold on what is a blood enema Really blood enema it, it's, is, a, is a, a trade secret, but it's something that I've been waiting to unleash for a long time. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. 
So, sounds like put the, it this way: they won't be calling it. They won't be calling it the red carpet after I'm done with it. It'll be the brown carpet. Ah, <laughs> understood. Understood. All right. I like where this is going. On that note, we're going to play some Wacraft. Thank you once again, Tim, for hanging out with us. We're going to play awesome. Generation Fuck, the new album. You can pre-order it now. It's out either November eighth or eleventh. And uh, cool. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me. Thank you so thank much, you. Tim. Have a good one. And say hi to KG. All right, here's Walkrat with Generation Fucked.
Yeah, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Get a fix of metal injection, and that's the bottom line because I said so. Thanks, Steve. Thank you so much. Oh, see? <laughs> there it is. All right. Welcome back. I don't think you went anywhere. We went somewhere. So welcome back, Sid. Where did I go? Well, uh, you went away so the music could play. I pushed popcorn into my face. Mm. What kind? I don't know. It's like barbecue flavored This popcorn. is just phenomenal. This is a free read for Smart Foods Delight. Well, it wasn't until you just said the name of the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. I also, recommend it. Sid brought in. He supported a local business in Baltimore. Yeah. Sid, you want to tell us about the cookies you brought in? I, I, all right. I, I saw an episode of Bizarre Foods Delicious Destinations last week that was in Baltimore, and they talked about this burger cookie. And it was this, it's like the small company, you only get them in Baltimore, and they make them by hand, and it's very like local, and it seemed really cool. Do they use gloves? I don't remember if they use gloves. They might not, actually. I do that see a fingerprint in the chocolate. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I want to try, I want to support that company. I want to try those cookies. It was $6 for the, the box of cookies, $13 for the shipping, but I was like, yeah, fuck it, that's still under 20 And so I brought them. It's like a vanilla cookie covered completely in fudge. It's, it's mostly fudge. You know what else it's is very covered tasty. in fudge? Why don't you tell me? Rob's butt. Oh, what? Oh, dirty. I like that shit. Uh, no, literally. Uh, during the the interview, your fart box, quote unquote, was mm-hmm. discussed in the chat. What? Yeah, it Noah's was really fart distracting. Whoa, what away. was going on? Oh, they were just talking about her. Uh, it was like a non sequitur, like like while Tim was talking, nice somebody too. said, "I want to sniff Noah's my turd cutter." Noah's fart box slash turd cutter. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm trying to be professional and ask professional. Interview questions. Do you wax your butthole? Sometimes. Okay. Really? Oh, wow. Does that hurt? No. I Do can't you, imagine that doesn't I hurt. I have to say, like, waxing my bottom leg area <laughs> oh, is bottom? more painful. <laughs> it's more painful than waxing my bottom. Oh, oh. interesting. Do you uh, wax, like, the gooch, the taint area? Well, I'm guessing if she waxes her butthole, she probably gets the whole... Brazilian baby. Oh, wow. Uh, John Gulboni. I, I don't what, <laughs> I don't get the reference, by the way, but that's his name. <laughs> said, I bet Noah's fart box smells like unicorn blood. Oh. What does unicorn blood smell like? I don't know. Noah's fart box? No. Nothing <laughs> in that makes sense if except John. That's if it's the only that thing time of the month, yes, because oh. I do consider myself a unicorn. Oh. <laughs> but other times, I don't know, just like random. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of sexual non sequiturs, uh, Sid found this great Mike Francesa clip. Or what I assume is a great Mike Francesa clip. That's Hundred square foot area will be located on the three hundred level in right field, and will be outfitted with just, Yankee. He's talking about improvements and renovations being made to Yankee Stadium, right? To the great Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, New York. And he's also a very staunch, like serious, pompous Yankees. Yes, be located on the three hundred level in right field, and will be outfitted with Yankee themed playground equipment. Oh, that's nice, including baseball cards. No, it isn't. And baseballs. Okay. Children be able to play among the colorful fixtures. What's his problem? I'll tell you what the problem is. No fun is supposed to be had at Yankees Stadium. This is a serious professional sport. He gets into it. It's very serious. Okay. Okay. Hello, ground. If only he knew how we sat at the Legends Suite and completely ah, missed the baseball game. He does how the same. He's be? full of shit. He does the same thing. When I sat, when I went to Yankees games and saw Mickey Mantle when I was a kid, you got splinters in your ass <laughs> from the seats. <laughs> <laughs> they were wooden seats. They were disgusting. 
and split this thing right out. It went right through your ass cheek and messed up your fart box. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about, playground? You're not supposed to have fun at a game. Back out to this. <laughs> Television monitors will ensure that no one misses any of the game action because you know you got to remember there is a game actually going on here. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. you, know, you come to Yankee Stadium, you go to the playground. What about yeah. the game? <laughs> I tell you, I don't. That's this is why this is why I don't let my kids out of the area. This is <laughs> this right here. You know, and then they, all, all of a sudden you you let them out of the area, and then they want to go on a fucking seesaw. First thing they're at the <laughs> playground. Next thing they're asking about Callisto. Callisto. <laughs> they want to board in a pay per view. Maybe they got the pay-per-view on one of these screens at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, start, Nods, how do I order this with Nods. a pay-per-view at the playground at Yankee Stadium? <laughs> you start, uh, you know, you, you, you turn on the, the, the WrestleMania, and then they got the guy from Portugal. They got the guy from Jer- You think you're watching the Super Bowl here. Like, uh, they're in Jerry's building. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Play that okay again. He sounds like the South Park uh, guy. Because, you know, you got to remember there was a game actually going on here. Okay. Nursing, wow! Because I, I, nursing mothers will have an additional private space, which (laughs) pregnant women. Well, they're they're nursing right there. What do they they don't belong at the great stadium? What's a woman who just gave a birth? Why does she want to go to a game? Well, she give, it be birth, dinner. give it birth. Give it birth. Why? Why is a woman in the stadium in the first <laughs> place? <laughs> Nursing mothers will have an additional so private space, dude. which includes lounge chairs, televisions, and power outlets for their breast pumps. <laughs> so that's great. Because I, you know, I, I really, I've been wondering where those moms could go during the game. So now that we have chairs with special breast pumps, we got that covered. Oh. First of all, you just read it. They don't have special breast pumps. They have outlets yeah. to charge the woman. Could you imagine breast- just like public breast pumps at Yankee <laughs> Stadium? Oh, oh, and then oh the milk God. goes right into the milkshake machine. Oh, <laughs> Monza, no, Monza. I didn't know there was such a thing as breast pumps that you plug into it. Can you look into that for me? Look on Amazon. See if you Give me a breast pump. I wanna... and while, when his wife was pregnant, he just sent her away for nine months. Wife, schmife. I'm talking about my own breast here. I'm my, what? I'm what? talking about my prosciutto tits. <laughs> I'm disgusted and hungry at the same time. I don't know what to do. Maybe I could get a nice, uh, nice little prosciutto salad out of this here. Uh, what? I like. So what? Why is this something that that he's? Not like offended by, but like, can you believe this? Rob, you yeah. thought I was kidding, but I'm being serious. Yankee Stadium and baseball stadiums in general, but yeah. especially the great Yankee yeah. Stadium, are not supposed to be fun places. He's calling back to his time as a kid. But neither so fun s- nor functional for human life. Like, right. is it the whole thing? Like, take the whole family out Sit to the, the ball fuck game. down, stare forward for three hours, right. go the fuck home. Right. The end. Right. It's not a joke. Yeah. This is what these old, yeah. disgusting, miserable bastards think yeah. about sports. You, it's serious. You're supposed to have opinions about the game. The game is what matters. Even you the know? players aren't allowed to have fun. Yeah. Like, how is a woman going to focus on the game if leave, she's pumping her breast? Leave right? your broad home. Yeah. He's basically the, he's the white, old guy version of Steve Harvey. She should be working uh, for, on dinner, so when you get home from the game, right. you got a hot meal. Get dinner at Yankee Stadium, the great Yankee Stadium. Do yourself a favor, all right? Your wife doesn't really care about the game. Yeah. Women don't like <laughs> Women sports. Women don't like sports. Your wife doesn't care. Leave her at home. She's only humoring you, all right? A guy? A guy? Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. Hey. Hey. 
Where do you go if you're nursing during the game? I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> well, where do yeah. you go, Mike? See, just because you weren't thinking of like that. what? But listen, it listen now. You know what would happen if he was sitting his ass in a fucking two chairs at the Yankee game, and a woman came by and started nursing because she didn't have oh, a place to go. Her oh, what are you taking your boobs out at the game? Now I gotta look at this now. I gotta, it's, <laughs> it's, not right. it's months. He would do a week worth of material on that. Yeah. And that was when I realized that uh, my tits are saggier than this broads. So now Yankee Stadium puts in a foot to their credit. They put in a room where these women can go so that the men, the disgusting men that go to these games won't harass them or say comments to them. He's against that, too. There's probably like a little closed circuit feed to the clubhouse that (laughs) the players can watch. (laughs) I don't doubt that. Joe West. (laughs) Definitely. Ken Bone. The wall or is this Yankee Stadium? (laughs) <laughs> what was that joke? Is this the mall or is this Yankee Stadium? The mall. Them all. Oh, them all. The mall? He says the Wait, mall. The, is that a thing that malls have? Is that no, 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 no. Is he saying, is this them all? Like no, no, all no, the, the stadiums? No, I think he's saying, is this the mall or is it Yankee Stadium? No, no I think There's, Rob's right. I think he's yeah. saying, is well, this Let's go back. We'll go back. Wait, <laughs> I'm not just, sure. Just really quickly, yeah. uh, to answer Darren's question, New York passed a law that businesses have to offer w- women uh, oh. a private area to pump their So they breasts. were forced to do that. I got a private area to offer those women. All businesses? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you have to be like a certain a public, large enough. Yeah. No, at, at serious. Well, I guess like a big company. Like at, at my job, they just built a breast pump room. Right. But this bre- is for fans. This isn't like for the Yankee employees, employees yeah. to go in, right? Well, I mean, they could. I guess they could, but. Could but who's bringing the their kid to the Yankee Stadium to work? Well, what don't you have to pump that even when you yeah. don't want to oh, feed the baby? Yeah, otherwise just like do it at regular hours. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, that's true. Because that's what I was thinking about. Hey, where do you go if you're nursing during the game? I mean, uh, come on. <gasps> Got it. <laughs> is this the mall or is this Yankee Stadium? Nah, he meant the mall. Is this Sunrise Mall? Oh, okay. Is this a short? Is this the Short Hills Mall or is this Yankee Stadium? Oh, what? Short Hills. Like, do you like, understand why women Brett? Like he doesn't even. Malls are supposed to be women. Women only go to yeah, malls. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly Not what he means. Not the Yankee Stadium. Here's, here's the, the other thing. There's no woman on the staff to go in there and be like, "No, this is what happened. This is like, uh, just all to fucking." Explain to him guys. how breasts work. Yeah, this is all guys out of college. <laughs> he would just walk better. away. He doesn't want to hear that. I just stuff. look inside my shirt if I want to see how breasts work. Is this yeah. the mall? What are we gonna have next? Little little pedicure station. They yeah. keep feminizing yeah, yeah, the Great it, Yankee Stadium. Is this what you're gonna paint it pink? Next, they're gonna have a Hello Kitty station too. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Was it a home ec class or is this Yankee Stadium? (laughs) 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 Players are playing dresses, dude. You know what I'm saying? Why don't they install oxygen tanks? Okay, I can use that. (laughs) (laughs) Diet Pepsi dispensers. Yeah. Oh Oh, Uh, God, the amount of saccharin in his body. uh, More and more. Enhancements will include seven new social gathering spaces. What does that mean? Isn't there a game going on during this? I mean, isn't there a... Everyone sit and look straight. Well, clearly nobody gives a shit about the game, they realize. So maybe if they create a good hang, more people will show up and spend money. Maybe if the team didn't suck so bad, maybe sitting in their seat. Well, yeah. You know what it is? Kids today have a short attention span. Going back to what I was saying. With the Twitter and the face of my (laughs) dick. The breast pumps. (laughs) 
Uh, John Gulboni again says, uh, Mons, come smell my turd cutter. <laughs> oh, oh, oh there's another, a turd cutter room now. He actually had another good line here. Ro- Rob's breast pump is connected to Noah's fart box. <laughs> <laughs> Like for during the game, isn't there isn't there a game going on? Isn't there a game? Which includes seven new social gathering spaces. Well, the game sucks. Is this Match. dot com or is this the Yankees? <laughs> That's my favorite line of the whole thing. Match. dot com. I don't know if I had OKCupid or a baseball game. What is this Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> grinder. Oh, there's a grinder room now too for the uh, <laughs> for the LGBTs. Okay, All right, let's read our spots now. Okay, oh, grinder.com. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, grind is great. Here we go. <laughs> Whatever, download it, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> whatever you gotta do. I don't know how it works. Okay, go use Grindr. Okay? Okay. <laughs> it's like just forcing his like meat flaps in his throat to push the air out to make the words is too much work for him. For like, a radio yeah. professional. Yeah, he has to do it. He knows he has to do it. He does it, but it's like reluctant, you know? It's like, okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there more? There's a little more, yeah. So in essence, the Yankees wanted you to know that they had an overwhelming thing from you to open five new restaurants at Yankee Stadium. Five new restaurants. Wouldn't he like restaurants? I guess you're not supposed to eat in there, though. Supposed to be Cracker Jacks and penis. To, penis. You're supposed to go out to. Uh, you're supposed to go out after you eat. You go to like a cigar bar or something mm-hmm. and have a steak. You know, grope women with the players. Do you remember that commercial with him and Bill Parcells from the nineties? Oh God, I've seen it on YouTube. I don't remember it from. The, well, first of all, it's first of all, it's uh, Francesa and Bill Parcells sitting allegedly at a restaurant mm-hmm. eating. But the they're arguing. But the the thumbnail for the video is Mike Francesa close up of his mouth open with a big hunk of fucking chicken inside, uh, which is great. It's horrifying. Did you find? Are you looking that up or not? Oh no no no! I wanted to play just the rest of this. Sponsored restaurants: the Budweiser Party Deck, the AT and T Sports Lounge, the Bullpen Landings, the Mastercard Batters Eye Deck, and the Sunrun Kids Clubhouse. Where you can also, uh, if you need to, use the breast pumps. Preposterous. There you go. <laughs> what that has to do with baseball, I have absolutely no idea. Well, there's restrooms. What does oh, that have yeah. to do with baseball? Hold on, now there's more restrooms so people could just take a dump. I thought this was a baseball game. When I went, Portland took me to Yankee Stadium in 1961. I used to crap in my pants in my seat. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. You crap you grab the peanut bag. <laughs> like I saw you knocked your phone off the fucking It's fine, it's fine. I'm so sorry. It's fine, it's good. It's all right. It's worth it for the show. I'll bang on this side when yeah. I do my Francesca next time. Uh, he really he really is the actual worst. I used to fucking soil myself in my seat. What is this? Bathrooms. Bedrooms, okay, okay. Well, you gotta go. Also, take your penis and start pissing too, okay? okay I, yeah. I wonder how he feels about Colin Kaepernick. Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Actually, I happen to know how he. Oh, feels. really? He says, 
the classic uh I I don't disagree with his position but he shouldn't have used that forum. He's being to, disrespectful. Right. He should have done it. He should have done it in a different way. So better than you would think, but still okay, stupid. Fair. Still stupid. But he just means he should have done it in a way where I didn't have to hear about it. Yeah, exactly. It, it should have done it in a totally ineffectual way that yeah. uh, doesn't change anything or yeah. bring any awareness to it at all. Exactly. Just preach to the choir that I don't <laughs> listen to and I can go on ignoring it. Yeah. Because exactly. that's how effective protest happens. Sure. And is this really even affect? I don't. I mean, I'd like people to are say, talking about it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. Something. And I, you know, the NBA season starts tonight. You know, there's going to be protests there too. Good. I, but so here's my thing. I'm not saying rolling. it's not. I'm saying I'm asking the question. I really don't know the answer to it. I mean, I don't know that it's really going to change anything in the long run. But it can't hurt to have it in the public eye and have it's people true. keep talking about it, reminding us. No, about no, it. it definitely doesn't. I'm glad he did it. I just yeah. I'm wondering what the effect is because I feel like people are also it, while it revs up people to be. Like aware of it, it also revs up people to come out against it. You know what I yeah. mean? So I don't know if it's I don't know what the net effect is, but I hope I would like to think I would hope to think it was positive. Yeah. <clears throat> Any we'll more, Mike? Nope. That was it for Mike. Did you were you able to? Uh... Oh, I stopped because I got into that little sidebar there. Sorry. Mm. What else is going? How on? dare you? Well, well, I wanted we have to. A special, uh... We do have a we we do have cold void coming up. I just uh, ping them to make sure they're ready. I did want to mention. Uh... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is <laughs> freaking chicken on his chunk. It's very disgusting. Chicken franchise in his oh. mouth. <laughs> uh, I wanted to bring up. I brought this up. I think a few weeks ago. How across the street from my apartment now, oh, yeah, there's the just sign. an empty lot, and there's you know like a wood paneling surrounding it. Okay. And then somebody, which now I've assumed is the owner. Uh, Put up with paint, like actual paint, not spray paint. Hillary is a liar. <laughs> Make True. America great again. Vote Trump. No, can't go that far. Sorry. Now, I I don't know if you guys remember, but I was saying how like I felt very uncomfortable, and I felt like I needed to buy a bucket of white paint and oh. just splatter just do, it. Yeah, over over it. He supplied his uh, own white paint. Well, see. Oh. <laughs> what is that I doing? Baseball. I really built up a lot of white paint. Damn. They got these masturbation rooms now. Is That's what's stretching your balls. It rubs apartment. Why is this? Why if they got breast pump rooms? Why can't they got masturbation? Yeah, they got to squeeze pump. one out there. Yeah. Oh, really the great Yankee Stadium. Do I got a penis bump? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 He just holds that under his New York Post, and he stays in his seat. We're gonna get a sperm yeah. bank also. We're gonna get a sperm bank. Okay. 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 All right. It's O G A Y. Okay. Okay. We'll get a little sperm bank in Yankee Stadium. Okay. So I live in Williamsburg. I didn't have to do any protest painting, someone else did. Oh. And so uh, the first thing that happened was somebody took just white paint and painted over vote Trump. Uh-huh. I was like, all right. Next day, vote Trump is painted back on <laughs> the thing. Okay. The f- then a few days later, Hillary is a liar mm-hmm. is changed to Hillary is a star. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, before you said that, I thought that... It was kind of an inspiring story that they only fixed the Trump part, which is the Hold which on. is the offensive part, and left the Hillary's a liar. And then they, uh, instead of vote Trump, they again X'd out 
Trump, so it just uh, said vote. Okay. A few days later, again, it was fixed. Oh, like this person who owns this lot is on a mission. They have a lot of paint, that's for sure. The real yeah. mission is the paint store, because they're making money off of both these <laughs> Good. motherfuckers. It's a small business. A few days later, Hillary is a liar. This is now edited to read, Hillary is a leader. Oh. <laughs> and then there was a don't in front of vote Trump. So don't vote How Trump. How big is this garage door that there's it's, so much room for It's it. seriously like a quarter of a block. It's huge. I have some oh, photos damn. I could show you. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we could post these up tomorrow. I don't know if I want to post oh. them because one of the photos has. I saw the person. I will not reveal the gender. Uh, defacing it. So don't post that Girl, one. Post the other one. You should send that to Crime Tips. No, why? I no, I agree the, with her. Oh, the pro. oh, you, you didn't want to say the gender, but you agree Oops. with her. You fucking bitch. <laughs> He's just uh, saying her just it's to be fine. Oh. neutral. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree with Cher. <laughs> I agree with them. <laughs> with them. Z yeah. did a great job painting that garage. Let me see. Uh, lock her up. Hillary is blank. Yeah, Make was- America great again. Vote. This was what this was the second, but wow. and now it's just been going back and forth, oh, and like today, vote Trump was just spray painted in black, like X'd out. Uh-huh. Did they fix lock her up, or did they just make it like lift her up or something? Uh, no, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, the other day there was like yellow and red paint on it, and that got it's just been. Paul Colgan was involved. Yeah. Well, you know something, brother. I want everyone to vote Trump out here, dude. <laughs> Uh, 847, 847, you're on the Metal Injection Live. Oh, you hung up. Okay. He had to go bump been, his breasts. <laughs> it it could have been just that, uh, the protester. Okay. I want right. to hear that okay. Can you find that? Okay. Let me see. <laughs> it's like Sponsored sort of- restaurants. The 2,800 square foot area will be located on the 300 level in right field and will be outfitted with Yankee-themed playground equipment. Including baseball cards and baseballs. Okay. That's a tag. He's so upset. With the pencil. He's okay. Uh. <laughs> God. Shankle Town's oh. tits says, I had Frank Gorshin's cock in my mouth, Mons. <laughs> Okay. Remember when he mentioned Frank Gorshin like it was a oh brand new reference? Like <laughs> it, was, it was when he was talking about WrestleMania. He goes, uh, he's talking about Stardust. He's, he's in his, he's in his lame gold lame bodysuit like he's Frank Gorshin from Batman or something. It's a real, it's a real current reference. Yeah, well, for his listeners, Frank Gorshin, Joe from Saddle River probably like that. <laughs> Area code eight four seven. You're on, and you hung up again. All right. Okay. Stop. Well, you wait on line. Wait on hold an hour and a half just to do this, just to hang up. You have a radio like, professional in the room. This is, this is real, how you treat us. Real, real juvenile stuff, guys. Okay. Come on the live cast. <laughs> I loved when they when he fell asleep on the air, and then for like a month. They were just taunting him with sleep questions. <laughs> it's like, oh, do you think uh, the, the Mets are starting to get hot? Do you think they're coming out of their slumber now for the, for the second half of the season? And then he never gets it. And then, like, the second call, he doesn't get it. And then the How third sleep know? reference, he's like, okay, okay, okay. okay. You want to go and make fun of me? Okay, okay. How does somebody fall asleep on the air, though? Well, he was. Have you ever listened to his show? show? He listened to his, himself talking. Uh-oh. No, here's what happened. He was, like, it's simulcast on TV or was he lost his slot but anyway 
Because he's uh, falling he, asleep on the job. <laughs> he he was interviewing this guy, so the guy was covering the Yankees or whatever, and the guy is like it, talking. It was a phone interview. Yeah, it was a phone interview, but you see both of them on the satellite. So like the guy's talking for like three and a half minutes, and you just see Mike slumped uh. over in his chair. And then he and then I guess like his Mons or somebody tells him he's so shy. He's like and, he, and you see he's, he's just, so stark. It looks like when you wake up like three hours late for work and or you're like from a coma. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, where am I? Why am I in a hospital bed? I'll show you the GIF later. It's really, okay. it's, it's classic. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'll show you the GIF, okay? That and when he knocks the Diet Coke over on his console. Oh, it's here's the, the other. GIF is right here. No, beautiful. <laughs> Just two most beautiful moments in radio history. Just him oh sleeping God. it up. I, I want to ask you, Rob, if we're ready for that interview, because I have the Manny's clip, if you want to hear yes, that. Yes, yes. Uh, play the clip. All right. Here it is. You're not plugged in. Oh. Uh, you know, Mike, I used to be here at Manny's after every home game when I coached the Giants, and Manny's is as good as it gets. You're right, it doesn't get any better than Manny's chicken franchise. You tried the veal parmesan? No way, I never had the veal. I always had the chicken. I always had the chicken. I always had the chicken. How can you say that? I'm out of here. Manny, where's the chicken? The veal's way better than the Everybody knows that. Is that Mons? No, that's Bill Parcells. He was the coach of the Giants then. This is like 30 years old, this commercial. Yeah. But it's so cringy because it's like you just know that the director is like, okay, just act like we're arguing. This, phrase, this is oops, a, leading me right into what we're talking about. It's time to do some trickle. Michael has got some hot takes. Now. I let the next video play. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, no, you just know that they were told to argue with each other, yeah. and they couldn't. I, I always have the chicken. I always, I always have the chicken. Okay, okay. You have the veal. <laughs> yeah. But they start on a like. Look that up. It's Manny's. Uh, my, you know, Mike Francesa, Manny's, whatever. They start with a full on like close up of his mouth, like showing yes. food into it. He goes, mm. like he just had the Ugh. best tasting, disgusting food ever. Going on over there. All right, I'm working on getting this guy on. Okay. There was a, a, a time zone difference. Yes, that's what happens when you're in the northern frost. Time freezes. Wait, what? They're a black metal band. It was a black metal joke. Oh, all right. <laughs> I didn't know time freezing was a part of their whole mythology in black metal. Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, obviously, for the fans of music that was relevant thirty and years stuff ago, like that, you know, like this, you know, in Scandinavia, there's like twenty four hours of uh-huh. darkness. Or when I was a kid, black metal was about burning churches. <laughs> What's this time freezing? Okay. All right. Hello. Hello. We have. Uh, is this Austin from Cold Void? Yes. This is Austin. How are you? Wonderful, Austin. Uh, Wait, sh- should we call you Austin or should we call you a different? Do you have like moniker? some some yeah moniker like Helvet or, or something like that? Sorry, it's breaking up a little bit. Do you have, do you have some sort of black metal moniker? Uh oh. Hello. Hello. Is there a bad bad reception in the northern the, darkness? I've got a reception <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so we were saying, uh, do you have some sort of black metal alias? One more time, sorry. Do you have some sort of black metal alias? Do I have a black metal alias? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. It's Volkiric Golgothis. All right, Rob, it's all you. Introduce the introduce the guy. I'm sorry, it's Volkir Golgothis. <laughs> Golgothis, like Golgotha, but with oh. uh, with an oh, yeah. S on the end. All right. 
Right now we have Volcure Golgotha from Cold Void. Cold Void. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. So it's uh, breaking in and out a little bit. One more time. <laughs> All right, Your well. Your turn signal. Uh, who I wanted to ask you. So there's this photo now that, that surfaced over the weekend. And you guys are all over the internet. I, I honestly thought this was a, a joke off a joke site at first. But uh, this couple was doing engagement photos in the woods at, at some undisclosed California location. And then they stumble upon you guys. Were you guys doing your own photo shoot? What were you guys doing in the woods? Um, I think I got what most of you said. Uh, what you said um... Why were you in the woods? Yeah, so um, to recap, we were in the woods um, planning a photo shoot to uh, promote our, our next demo, our, our demo that's coming out, and um, went to the woods, off-road it to a spot. And are you in the woods right we, now, uh, sir? We're getting ready, putting makeup on, and drinking black metal out of um, a raised truck. And we look over and we see this couple taking photos, engagement, wedding, something I don't know. And I was like, oh, man, we totally reined in on their parade for cranking metal out of the truck and totally ruined their photo session. Well, they walked on over and they were very cool about it. They said, hey, you guys look good. I said, well, thank you very much. And um, photographer asked if she could take a couple photos with us and we had just finished getting uh, ourselves ready we said hey why the heck not it'll be funny um they're right here it'll be something that they can hold on to and so we snapped a couple pictures uh gave them the gave them a demo said hey you can listen to this whenever you'd like and you know cheers have a good day it was fun running into you then lo and behold a couple days later i wake up to seeing screenshot from from uh, dismal and he's like yo dude we uh we broke the internet and i was dumbfounded for a good five minutes trying to process what had happened with us going viral um have uh val can you hear me awesome. oh. pardon okay um uh, ha- have you gotten any like um other like requests to like i don't know Play weddings or like bar mitzvahs or anything like that. Have yeah. any any bar mitzvah gigs coming up? Have Have we worked with with weddings or, or yeah, like bar has, mitzvahs? What was that? Yes. Yeah. Have you gotten any like strange requests based off of breaking the internet that you didn't expect? Oh, from uh, after the recent publicity. Yes. Yeah. We haven't had any uh, invitations to do, uh, you know weddings or quinceañeras or anything like that, but. <laughs> Uh, there's there's a good uh, population of comments saying you guys should crash their wedding or um, it would be great if, if they played at the reception or, or things like that. So I think it's more of jokes. But as far as serious inquiries for uh, events, none yet. I mean, maybe we're open to playing a funeral, but I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, as a member of a black metal band, do you prefer corn or flour tortilla? As far as black metal, do we prefer what? Corn or flour tortilla? 
I'm sorry. It, it, Corn it um, or flour tortilla? One more time. Do we prefer corns or... uh... No, no, no. (laughs) With your tacos, do you prefer corn tortillas or flour tortillas? Sounds like the uh, apocalypse. Florist or flour? (laughs) Do you like florist or tower tortillas? I'm so sorry when you speak, it cuts in and out. Um, The the missus that I'm speaking with, I can hear her a little bit better, maybe... Uh, oh, okay. I'll ask. Or? I'll ask. We were all wondering, uh, what would a black metal musician prefer? How would he prefer to eat a taco with a corn or a flour tortilla? Do we prefer to go with the flow or? Yeah. No. Yes. Do you prefer to go with the flow or go out and get a tortilla? As, as far as all this new uh, recent publicity and yes. things like that? Yes, as far as all this new recent publicity. I mean, do you can, prefer can you even go outside without being recognized? Boris or um, Boris or think, Tower uh, in the I heater? I see what you're saying. As far as um, the, the new publicity, I mean, it's kind of out of our control. The yeah. uh, the internet and social media is a, is a beast of its own. Have you ever and used so the breast we're pump? just really sitting back and, and watching this. Uh, happen and total amazement at the uh, the positives it's bringing all the uh, exposure to people who uh, like our music and otherwise may not have known. Um, I mean, it just it is what it is, and I think we're, we've just accepted it and, and we're moving forward with it. Um, first and foremost, our priority is our art, and oh, this just wow. came as a surprise. Could you? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So uh, I'm sure you're well aware there's two major news stories this past week. One was obviously the cold void photo shoot. The other was the advent of uh, breast pump chargers at Yankee Stadium. Now, how do you feel about that, which is the second biggest news story of the week? So two major events happened, having the photo shoot and then the second being breast pump chargers at Yankee Stadium. That clearly being the bigger one. Depends on the woman. What happened with the Yankees? All right. All right. I <laughs> want to know if you... Uh, well, all right. You you met two couples so in sorry. the woods. Is that correct? How many couples did you meet in the woods? Pardon? How many couples were there out in the woods? Was there two couples? How many people were out in the woods? No, how many couples? Photos? How many couples? How many pairs of people? Did we scare any people? Yes, did you scare any people? <laughs> He's gone. We gotta go. We, we can't get this to working. Oh, man. I want to hear Rudy Giuliani right now. This is what happens when you use the Samsung Galaxy. You probably exploded. Halfway through that phone call, he just kept talking. Let's play some Cold Void, though. I like them. He got some fire damage when he burned a church (laughs) last week. You know what? Even though that interview kind of went awry, it was still really funny. Well, what would you say? You want a sandwich on rye? (laughs) A a little mustard? Your nose is running? I'm sorry. I'm just trying to understand. That was Valkyric Golgothas, who is the uh, bass player and... Uh, I guess he does vocals for the band. Val Kilmer Golden Bus? <laughs> yes, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer I stole from the chat, man. That was uh, John Gould Booney. Oh, no, that was Shankletown's tits that said that. Are we doing uh, Trash It or Thrash It? No, come on. Trash It. 
By the way, that turn signal was very metal when he was uh, idling in the car there. I mean, it sounded like he was calling us from the forest. Like he Serious, said. yeah. When you're a black metal musician, you signal left, but you turn right. That's right. Deep. <laughs> Yes. Is this song starting yet? I guess we could just do live commentary. It sounds like. Listen to that part again. Play that part. It's the same part. Listen. Zuno <laughs> Safari. The hunt is good. There's supposed to be vocals on this, but he called in oh. to do them, and there was a bad connection, so it's just instrumental. Yeah. He was doing them over the phone, you're saying? Yes. <laughs> I guess there are no vocals for How this. How long is the song? There are some. No. It's like a, a ten-minute song. There's still the part. There's like the forest ambiance. Oh, here it is. This is just a demo, to be fair. And you like this? I like the riffs. The vocals what could riffs? be a little more... Uh... I haven't heard a riff yet. <laughs> oh, geez, now you dropped your phone. But don't stop impersonating Princess. Will you? I was just thinking how it's been so long since we've played that song. It's so irrelevant. You know, like you think about where that is in Metallica. Like Metallica has a new album out. Yeah. There's no reason to really talk about it. It's so passe. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Lars was uh, recently gave a quote about it, how he doesn't regret doing it. Oh, but sure. He made some money off of it. It's not like it lost yeah. money. I don't he think got he to made meet any Reed. money off of it, but... I think you just yeah you got to hang out with Lou Reed and how see could his he process. not have made money off of it? I mean, even if it sold like ten copies and made something, it yeah, costs money to yeah. make it. Though. Not him, cost the record label. What record label even put that out? I think Metallica at a point. Yeah, yeah it was always a major label. Uh, yeah. Put it out. But I feel like the stupidity of Lulu had much less staying power than like Saint Anger. You know, he goes, "There's nothing I would change. I mean, the only thing I'd change is I wish Lou was still around." Mm-hmm. It's weird being in New York and not being able to see him. I miss him. We were very close for a year, and then he got sicker. We were less close. <coughs> I feel like uh, Mike Francesa right now. Uh, okay. One time I went to his house, and his mother made a sausage. What is Lou Reed up to? Turkey dinner. What is Lou Reed up to with Metallica? <laughs> no matter how many people sit and find fault with Lulu, we wouldn't change any of it. And I still I knew would, it's standing up. I don't and I that. still would dare most people, or at least most musicians, or most creative types, to just sit there and go, if Lou Reed called you up and asked you to play music with him, you wouldn't say no to that. Right. And if you were going to say no to that, I would ask you to question yourself as an artist. No one's saying I, you should say no to that, but maybe say no to some of the ideas right. in the studio. No one's saying you should have said no. Yeah. It's saying that what you produced is terrible. Garbage. Like he's kind of implying that the only thing that could result from Metallica and Lou Reed is this piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, is a man close to death. That's true. And but, it's, it's, but he's not the sole reason why it sucks. I mean, that's true. It's pretty evenly distributed. I'm guessing they mostly probably deferred to him. 
You like think? in most well, because he's yeah. older, he's like a, well, it's like, his album. Well, defer yeah, to him. His backing band. It means like what if that implies there was a conflict? I feel like I feel like they equally wrote parts of the album, though. Uh, I feel like he probably wrote it. They might have had some ideas, but he had the most. It was his. Well, it sounds well, like a, on, it sounds it like a Metallica album with stupid, weird Lou Reed lyrics and vocals, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds like. It sounds like Metallica's style of music. Just sh- the shitty version. Throw it away. Throw whoa, whoa, it away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they all... Uh, they Okay, so the lyrics <laughs> credited to Lou Reed. <laughs> Whenever I see, hear that, I'm sorry, Rob. I think of like a like a 20s, like a vaudevillian, like doing a tap, like a soft shoe. <laughs> you know? Throw whoa, whoa, it away. Yeah, yeah. Throw away. Like uh, they, like he goes to his like his son like a grandfather and son talent show or, or, or it's <laughs> like a vaudevillian who now is in an old folks home and has Alzheimer's and ah! just shouts his old lyrics at people <laughs> like a totally that's what it is they have to put him in a separate wing of the thing because yes. people can't get sleep I am the root I am the uh, worship 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 Talking to himself in the corner. He's yeah. <laughs> talking to the mirror. No one wants That's to so play dominoes sad. with him. <laughs> anytime he like he loses a dominoes, he starts saying that he's the table. And he I am the it. table. <laughs> oh my god, that album came out five years ago. What? Yeah. September twenty seventh, two thousand eleven. Oh. Unreal. Well, it feels like yesterday we were yeah, just talking wow. about it. Unbelievable. I this pains me. I forgot. And there's the deal hamburger impression. Yeah. Randomly. Lou, uh, do you want do you want the rest of your hamburger dinner? Throw <laughs> oh, 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 it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! It's so sad that like a legendary, <laughs> super, super, super important musician, and that's like his last thing that he did. Uh, yeah, like god. I mean, I mean, the Velvet Underground is just timeless. Yeah, and then this. Yeah. Thankfully, I think we're the only ones still talking about it. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know that we're really gonna gonna harm his legacy. So basically, if you still have Lulu, the one thing you should do with it is. Uh, Throw it away? Yeah, you should throw it away. Yeah, you should throw it away. All right. Thank you. We'll leave fix it that. We'll a, fix that in post. Leave it in a Yankee Stadium breastfeeding room. Uh, I also said uh, you alerted me of this clip. So the drummer of the Black Keys. Oh, yeah. Patrick Carney. What is the, how would you say, what, what is their sound, the Black Keys? Just like garage rock? They sound rock? like songs you'd hear in a beer commercial. Okay, so Basically, he he's a very opinionated person. Yeah, I mean, and, they sound good. And uh, Vice just Vice has a thrash it or trash it basically, what? but it's called Patrick Carney's High Standards Music Corner, where they just play music for him and he'll give his real time critique of it. And he, they played him some Testament. Oh. Very quickly, and then here yeah, it goes. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away. Dink a dink a doo. Oh, wow. Did you see the clip? Yes. <laughs> I, that's my best impression of it. 
<laughs> All right, here, here it is. Yeah, it'll die, it'll die, it'll die, it'll die. <laughs> Wow, you, you've nailed this clip. <laughs> All right, here it is for real. No metal. Uh, no metal? No metal. It's testament. Okay, we might want to listen to that. I just want to say one thing. You know how hard it is to get your guitar to sound like a modem in 1996? That's a burn. Get it? I guess. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. What does his guitar sound like? He's a drummer. Mm. And then, Probably so, not good then. So then, yeah. uh, well, there's actually a clip of him uh, testing out a guitar at like a guitar it? center. And it's oh. terrible. Here's the... This is him at a guitar center. Enough. That's it. So then he talks about Lady Gaga, though, and a great, it segues into a great story about Hulk Hogan. First of all, I hate guitars that sound like that. I'm lost because the guitar at the top of it sounds so shitty. It's like Eye of the Tiger, but not even nearly as good as that. It's, it sounds like Hulk Hogan is playing the fucking guitar. I met Hulk Hogan once, and he was really, really nice, and he did say this to me. These fingers have never touched a fret been up and down uh, Florida coast playing in a, playing rock and roll all through the 70s never touched a fret I think that's what he's saying he's saying he played a fretless bass in a prog band or something it's fucking cool no I don't but the think thing is that song's lying. growing on me I've heard it now it's one of those things like this is the thing about music the more you hear something the more you like it that's why payola worked this song is horrendous I like it I've literally seen pictures of Hulk Hogan holding a guitar and touching a fret <laughs> Maybe that was after he met the Black Keys, though. Ah, Is that possible? Hmm, maybe. But also, I think he's talking about that uh, real American music video where yeah. he he's just strumming the guitar <laughs> yeah. and not actually playing it. Uh, but Hulk Hogan was in a band for a minute. Yeah, there's... What a Is great that piece him playing of. guitar? He's actually yeah. touching the frets and like doing way more than is needed to play these oh, three chords. Gotcha. Like he's just kind of like all over the place, and it's just like dun dun dun, and his fingers are going crazy like yeah, all so over. He's the place. not really playing. <laughs> but that's weird because he literally does know how to play the guitar. I mean, it's not like he's good or anything, but he knows that that doesn't look right, doesn't he? He was probably so. poked up. Well, you also have to remember that Hulk Hogan was going around trying to say that he auditioned for Metallica, <laughs> He's and his story changed 50 times, because at first he auditioned before St. Anger, right. and then he changed it to, oh, I auditioned in the 80s when Cliff yes. died. And then, no, didn't he also say, like, like in the Ron McGovney time he auditioned, too? <laughs> I saw him oh, making that up. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Or, like, uh, he, he actually tra- taught Jason Newstead how to play bass. <laughs> yeah. He did the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> And and also like I I believe I did the math and like when Metallica were looking for new guitarists to replace Cliff it was like right before WrestleMania three the peak of Hulkamania right yeah. when Metallica didn't even wasn't even Metallica yet like they didn't establish their name so there's no way <laughs> he was into that underground shit yeah right King Kong Bundy gave him a tape. <laughs> Maybe he knocked it into him, like when he splashed him. <laughs> it like, just fell out of one of his tit flaps. <laughs> well, didn't Metallica, Metallica toured with Ozzy though when they when they still had Cliff? Mm-hmm. So they were kind of big. Yeah, 
but I'm said they were still an up and coming band. Whereas he was the biggest, one of the biggest athletes, most right. recognizable athletes in athletes. the world at the moment. Well, you know what I mean, like a sports personality guy that went from side to side in a ring. Let's. There's <laughs> definitely wrestlers who are athletes. Hulk Hogan is not one of them. And it was he was. Like, he did bodybuilding. That's that leg athletic. drop, Rob. You could do that leg drop. Are you an athlete? No, I can't do it. Leg drops are hard. They're much harder than Yeah, Hulk Hogan basically can't walk because of his yeah. fucking leg drops. Yeah. Fucked up his spine. I learned how to no. do a foot lock yesterday. Uh-huh. What's that? Wait, you went to foot locker? What? Yes. No. no, she she learned how to do a fart box. A leg lock. <laughs> Excuse me. A leg lock. A leg lock. Yeah. Like a figure four or what kind? Um, or you just wrap both legs around one leg? She only knows it's, the figure It's seven. where you stretch someone's ankle where the top part feels like it's about to rip. Oh, so like an ankle lock? Is the other person on their stomach or on their back? Um, They're sitting, and you catch their leg underneath your armpit. So this is you sneak up to somebody who's in a chair and just grab them? (laughs) No, it's like if you're grappling and and the person's foot is available to capture. (laughs) Did I tell you guys that I got my stripe? I moved up in class. What does that mean? It just means that I moved up. What what belt color are you? I'm still a white belt, but I have a stripe, so it validates yeah, me a little stripes. bit more. She gets to fill up on white guys now. Right? <laughs> it used to be only Brazilians. So when, when is oh, your wait. first... Uh, do you, have you been sparring? Do you have like a public spar coming up? Uh, I don't have any matches coming up. But, so your record is still 0-0? But I do spar all the time. Mm, that's, what you, that's like the practice as you're sparring. Yeah. We drill and then we spar for like half mm. an hour. You like getting drilled? All the time. <laughs> is this like the Trump kind of sparring? Like he grabs something? Uh, no, I try not to grab. I was going to say, maybe they just say it's sparring, but they want to, oh, this is a legit move. Here we grappling. Go. It's grappling. They grapple you by the pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Only if they're big stars in okay. the jiu-jitsu field. Okay. I think I have a question from El Dutorino. Would Noah let Hulk be his guitar teacher? <laughs> I don't know what that, does that Wait. mean I'm a he now? Wait. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, would you or, be Hulk's guitar teacher? Yeah, I've, maybe that's what he's saying. Um, if he pays me and for the stories, absolutely. Anal Phil Nelson wants to know, uh, Noah, can I give you a Samoan pile driver? What is that? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> is that like a sex term? It just I sounds like yeah, I don't know. Rob, don't pretend you don't know what that is. I don't. Yeah, I would. T- I would not. Is that where you fall into the back of a pickup truck that's filled with like sawdust, like? Uh, Rikishi did off the cell. Good reference. Good reference. Thank you. What is that? WrestleMania 25? No. Oh, it is a sexual (laughs) position, by the way. Let's see. It was Armageddon. A sexual position that occurs when the woman's back and the bed are perpendicular, but she is upside down. The practitioner of the pile driver stands above the practitioner, Mm. stands above the woman, and points his shit due south. I think that means his penis. So you're like pile driving. Simply like, bending his knees for so repeated bludgeoning. Their process is repeated while, while screaming, Abde, Guni, 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 Abde, 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 Ha. <laughs> So I guess it's like the Usos uh, thing, right? Uh, so yeah, you're basically, your back is up against the side of the bed, and like your shoulders so are on I'm the floor. So I'm off the bed? Or is that, yeah, is that you're on the floor. Okay, you're on, on the, floor. the floor, your legs are in the air. Okay. And wave them around like she just doesn't care. I don't and think my body moves that way. If I'm so, like these correctly. are your legs, and your body is here, and your legs are like from this way, and he's up. Here. I, so Rob, talk to your microphone, please. Yeah, you're upside down. Can you show it on the wall so I can get a better <laughs> idea? I can't. Rob, fuck the wall right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so my back is up against the bed, and my legs are doing what? Your legs are like up, but like folded toward you, so your ass is 
like the oh okay okay I think your I- ass is out your your pussy is out and then he and then he's he like he pushes his dick in like a pile driver yeah but he just like bends his knees and goes in that yeah way. like the squats I mean, like he lowers his penis. he's like teabagging your pussy yeah yeah with his dick delicately. Kind of like a pile driver that digs like the oil a literal pile something. driver. Like he's putting his pile in you. Yeah, he's driving uh, his pile into you. That that sounds like that part sounds hot, but the rest of it I feel like is a ve- is very inconvenient. Which which part? The pile driving part. Well, that's the. It's just fucking. Yeah. yeah. I guess. <laughs> nice, nice. Really? But I, I don't know. I feel like there would be too much back pain associated with that to make mm. it comfortable. You gotta it depends stretch. on your core. You gotta work. The yeah, core. you gotta stretch out your shoulders. I know this is what really turns no on. (laughs) (laughs) Mountain Man. We're bringing back all the old references. So also, uh, uh, Darren's wife Mm -hmm. sent this uh, new male cosmetic surgery trend. Oh my god! Which is scrotox. It's Rob's drag name. <laughs> <laughs> which is Botox for your scrotum, for your balls. That's what you're going to need in a few years. Which makes testicles appear larger and decreases sweating and wrinkling. This is uh, Dave Chappelle in one of his last stand-up specials. has a Like the, the one he did on Showtime. He ends it with a bit about how he's going to get Botox in his balls to make them like shiny eggs. I'll be and then he's, royalties. Yeah. And he talks about how he's going to walk up and down the beach without trunks on and just walk up to women and be like, excuse me, miss, do you suck balls? Wait, wait, wait. Do you suck these balls? <laughs> so that's exactly... So I'm hoping he's actually well, particular. I have to say, I, I have... I have no need to make my testicles appear larger. My testicles are large enough. Okay, so I only read the headline and I was like, I can't wait to talk about it. And I thought from the headline that it's for really low-hanging fruit mm-hmm. to kind of get it to come back up closer to the body. No. It's the. It sounds like it's the opposite. It sounds like it swells up your balls, but also gets rid of any wrinkling. Because sometimes balls can be a little. But wrinkly. it also said sweating, and I know that sometimes people yeah. who have really sweaty armpits use Botox. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But how sweaty does like a pair of balls? Get? Oh, balls that area more. is yeah. Like it's really? probably sweatier. Well, than sweating is my how your body releases heat, and your balls are supposed to be kept cool by your body. That's why they're outside your body in a sack. Because they need a lower temperature than the rest of your body, uh, so yeah. They so they sweat the, more naturally. Yeah, those are like the the primary sweat areas of a man. Yeah. If they, if are the armpits and the balls? If they get too hot, you doesn't incubate the sperm like it's evolutionary, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but no, yeah. I would never ever. Put any sort of needle near my balls. What if they were a sponsor of the podcast and you got a free nope, sample? Nope. Well, on top of that, Inc., I agree with you, but also I wouldn't put Botox anywhere in my body, let alone my balls. I feel like it's just poison. Yeah. I don't trust it. It's just uh, gross. It, the, 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 what, you would? I I would. I don't think I would, but I, I wouldn't. Like, I understand people who get it if they sweat excessively like i think that's a medical procedure to for medical it's just yeah well i'm not listening if someone wants to do it it's their body and also yeah like if they feel so insecure about their face that they need to put a little botox slap a little but it never looks better than before but for you for them they feel better about themselves i'm I'm not talking about outlawing it i'm saying yeah oh just for yourself yeah no no no, i wouldn't but it's 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 one of those things that seems to me that the cure is worse than the disease 
You know what I mean? I like, like whatever is wrong with you is not as bad as putting rat poison in your face. Is you know? it rat poison? It's not rat poison. It is. It's also used as rat poison. Oh. Or some kind. Maybe not rat. It's Botulism, some kind of, isn't it? Some something. I'm not 100 percent sure. I was told that it. Uh, I've read that it. That it. The toxins uh, is for poison. the word toxin. Right, Botox. I think the bow is for botulism. Let's see. I'm not 100% certain, but I think, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody? I'm looking it up right now. Botulinium. Botulinium. Toxin. Botulinium. Toxin. Mm-hmm. It's a protein. Oh, Rob's into it now. Some sort. <laughs> no. <laughs> Need more proteins. To get swole, I right? Think, that's what I think that's what he meant. Oh, what, what other type of bro? <gasps> uh, Another old song reference. Do you want me to bring you some semen? <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, since you mentioned my wife, uh, she got these salt and pepper shakers that have Brooklynese on them. So it says Peppa, P-E-P-P-A. And salt, just spelled like the Enzo and Cass, you know? S-A-W-L-T, salt. <laughs> got it. Very excited to use those. Nice. We had a very good response to the question that we posted on Facebook, what should our Halloween costumes be? And oh, I yeah. really like the idea of Rob and I being Enzo and Cass. <laughs> just need a place to go for Halloween. <laughs> Unless we Where dress up go? separately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go to one of your apartments. Well, just I'm hang out there. Apartment on Sunday. Just take the picture. I've still never been. Do you want to come over for Hell in the Cell, Sid? Want to come over? When is that? On Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I'll give you a ride. I have to watch wrestling. Modern wrestling. You, you get to talk to us. I talk to you right now. <laughs> I could G-chat with you yeah. while you're there. Two hours a week is enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, we're also like we're still giving away the WWE 2K17 game. Oh, we didn't and give that away yet. Did we get any voicemails? We did get a voicemail, but they did not request the the game. Here, let me play it. They said that well, I should uh, I should be Gorilla Monsoon and Sid should be Bobby Heenan. Oh, I like that idea. Will you stop? <laughs> if they put your brain into a bird, it would fly backwards. <laughs> So we're both gorilla. Oh, that! Oh, that's right. He's the one that said that. <laughs> I knew it was one of them saying it to the other one. How do you remember that? You don't classic. Want to I used to it's classic. <laughs> All right, here's a voicemail that we got. Hey, Lovecast, you guys are awesome. Big fan. Um, but anyway, I was wondering uh, if you guys ever played the metal themed video game uh, Guilty Gear, anything in the series? Because the newest one, XR Revelator. Has a really badass metal themed soundtrack. Well, I mean, it's all the all the characters are like kind of metal themed. Like, there's like a shameless ripoff of like Axl Rose called Axl Low, and he's like a time traveler from the '80s. But anyway, you guys should check it out, particularly the song Suki no Shihai. It's it's in English. I don't know why the title's in Japanese, but you know whatever. And also, scale of one to ten, how often would you go to an Alex Jones themed haunted house? Oh my god. Zero. Okay, first part of the call. Huh? Second I have played Guilty the... Gear. If you want me to, oh yeah, that. sure. Go not ahead. not any any recent ones. Like probably nine mm. late late nineties. I think I would say, or early two thousands. But I didn't like it. Not a fan. And then Alex Jones. Would you go to an Alex Jones haunted house? Darren what? would work there. He's so good at. Would it I go to an Alex Jones what haunted house? No. Well, I want to give him money for it. Fuck him. <laughs> 
What if you like work there scaring people by yelling? Yeah, pee-pee it's not. It's them. not one that he put on. It's just themed <laughs> into his. He's the one yeah. scaring you. Why do I have to work there? Why can't they just have like Alex Jones tapes to play for people? I have a new Alex Jones oh, clip dear. that I uh, wanted to quickly play. We could play this right now. Alex Jones and the Fish People <laughs> is the is the title of it. Hold on, let me. You're you're mute. I was told by a genetic engineer about a project they were on in England once, and I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. Is he crying? Oh, God. They had in tanks people with gills, and they were little babies, and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo, and it wants out, and you feel for it. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, fish people? We are screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? Okay. <laughs> this is what happened. Like, he talks about this stuff and people find him incredible. Is this mm-hmm. the island of Dr. Moroa Yankee Stadium? What is yeah. this? <laughs> I wonder what Alex Jones thinks about breast pumps. Oh, my God. <laughs> Liberal conspiracy. <laughs> uh, oh, I wanted to mention I went to see Nightclub. Uh, yeah. We had Nightclub on a few weeks ago. That's... Uh, Electro pop. First rule about nightclub. <laughs> Don't talk about nightclub. Well, so it was in this place in like Bushwick. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of the spot. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Uh, Trans Pesos, it was called. The what? Trans Pecos? I don't know. Uh, I, dr- I drove by it twice and I was like, where is it? I don't see it. And then I, I had to park and then walk and I was like, all right, here it is. <laughs> okay. Did you all expect right. you would just drive right into the venue? No, I thought there'd be a sign or something, but it was like this nondescript warehouse. It's Bushwick. That's isn't that yeah, all? Yeah. So here's the thing: I walk in, and then there's a no dancing sign. <laughs> what? And I thought this was like a joke, like an ironic Bushwick uh-huh. thing, because yeah. it's like this is a dance bit. Like, how could yeah. you not dance in this group? So then I, you know, I pay the admission. I walk in. There's like a curtain separating the lobby from the main area, and. So, okay, so before I, I reveal that, I want to say, like, my v- vision of going to this club is be like, oh, it's going to be packed and, Ecstasy, like, sweaty. Everyone's going to be dancing. Sticks. Yeah, there's going to be lights and, like, it'll yeah. be smoky. It was straight out of, like, a bad episode of Girls, what this place looked like. It was a loft, well, a, giant, a giant loft. Yes, exactly. I'm like, what was I expecting, like, like right? Like someone's house? No, no. It was just like an open space, right? right? Like this large open space. Ten people in the whole venue when this venue could fit like a hundred people. Okay. And then there's seating all around the edges of the room. And that's where everybody is. So there really wasn't any dancing it's allowed. It's like a high school space. prom or a junior high school <laughs> prom. Uh, so the other crazy thing is when I walk in, I assume there was just a DJ on. But then I looked and it's actually one of the artists. So it was this guy, this very shy DJ looking down, doing his DJing. Isn't like every DJ? And then there were these two women who were fit, like had their backs to the audience and then I realized eventually that they were singing but it was so low that you could barely tell and perhaps the funniest thing no if you could please lower my sound for a quick second oh. on my computer not mm-hmm. not my mic so I just want to do this because 
so the uh, the funny thing was the in between song banter of this artist, this DJ. So he would do it in auto tune. Let me just try uh, to try to do this. Okay. All right. So that he would just do it, and then. Thank you so much for coming out here tonight and seeing this performance. <laughs> it was it's it's been a long time putting this whole thing together. And I just wanna thank all the other bands and I wanna thank Nightclub and I wanna thank all of you and the next song is called I just wanna Alright. And then that was it. Worship. Worship. <laughs> and so like he was just doing all of his banter in auto tune, but still super quiet and whispery, <laughs> so you didn't even it just sounded like noise like it sounded like your neighbor was playing some radio station and you couldn't understand what, yeah. what it was going through. <laughs> yeah. Through a wall. I've lived in Williamsburg now for like seven, eight, six or seven, I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> seven years. Seven? Or, no. Or eight can't years. Be. Yeah, seven or eight years. Five years, maybe. No, definitely more than five. Uh, seven or eight years. And it was the most Bushwick Williamsburg experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Just like I can't believe places like this exist. What was the crowd like? Crowd, I completely nondescript. Still. It was just him and the guys from Metal Sucks. There, <laughs> no, Metal Sucks. It was just like two goths, two just regular people. And then, so then I was, wait, I was like, what was the band after Nightclub? What did they say? And they were just some jazz band. Oh no! Ugh. Oh, I'm sad I missed it. <laughs> Not even good jazz, Noah. Oh. That was Kenny G. Or like it was like light pop, kind of like jazzy pop. No. Yeah, a poppy jazz. Me. It was took it poppy forever. Jazz or jazzy pop. But then I made myself feel better because it was right next to the local White Castle, and then. So that was just an excuse to go to White Castle. It was like, okay. at least I'm not just going to White well, Castle. Well, now you figured out the moral of this. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was a, an experience. Yeah, well, it's nice it was, that you went to support someone who supports our show. Yeah, and I I, I love nightclub. It was Mike great. Mike Brooks. To, what's his name? Mark Mark, Mark Brooks. Brooks. It was great. I met Mark, and it was nice hanging out with him. Saying hello. Does he like corn or flour tortilla? I did not ask him that, but I assume as a Californian, he probably likes flour. Right? Well, That's I the... think they prefer corn. Flour is more in like Texas and it's more of a Tex-Mex. If you say so. I think. I mean, my wife is from Texas and she's all about the flour. <laughs> okay. You're a flour sid. Oh, thank you, sweetie. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, we have a show next week. Yeah, and we're still like, can we just give away the game next week and the pair of underwear? Yeah, so uh, how, how could they win this uh, WW2K17 for PS4, only for PS4, and a pair of uh, a thong that Noah held Large in her hand? Thong yeah. That I just held. I didn't she never put it wore on. it. And how, so how could they win this, Noah? Um,. Just call us up and just tell us an entertaining story of something that happened to you. And tell us that you want the game. And just say, I really want the game. And you can, so the you game. can enter the following way. It's dial a PlayStation s- game. PlayStation 4. PlayStation. You can dial 718-303-2353. 
Or you could Skype Metal Injection Livecast. Leave us a, a voicemail on Skype. Would you? I know you don't want to wear the thong. Would you put Bruno in the thong and take a quick picture? I'm not then, gonna. I'm not, no, I'm not gonna do that to no. my dog. It's not like He's it's gonna hurt him. I know, but I don't want to um, exploit him. Fine. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, I respect that. Thank you. All right, we're gonna, gonna give away Bruno. Oh, hell no. We're gonna get out of here. Please, if you listen to us on iTunes. Okay. <laughs> Give us five stars. Write a review. Like us on Facebook. I just realized you don't. I thought you had to rate and review, but you could just rate or, or you know. Yeah, just leave us a five stars and you're lazy. done. Rate us right now. Yeah, yeah. We want to be rated. So <laughs> easy. And then uh, you know we'll be back next week. And right now our scheduled guest is Gunface. Yeah, formerly of the Red Cord. Also, he has some uh, solo projects now and, and some other cool projects. He has a solo project called Unraveler. Has a great uh, death metal band called Nightkin. We'll have him on the show. See what he's up to. Yeah, and hang out. And uh, of course, you can always follow us on Twitter. We post updates almost every day. At MI Livecast, I'm at Rob Injection. Sid is at Bland Injection. Noah is at Noah Injection. Get a t shirt. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Hit the merch button. Get the new Sid shirt. Put my face on your body. See you next week.